Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Bad on Paper podcast. I'm Becca Freeman. And I'm Grace Atwood. And today we have the girls from Girls Gotta Eat here, and we are really excited. We're really excited. This is a fun episode. It really is. We recorded the interview part a couple of days ago, and we had a blast with them. Yeah, it was so much fun. Before we talk to them, should we do some highs and lows? Yes, we should. Becca, what was your high? My high is that I moved. I did it. We are now neighbors. Becca lives three floors above me. I did it. I moved. My apartment is so much bigger. I am totally unpacked. I It took me 48 hours to unpack because I'm that type A about those kinds of things. Yeah. And now I'm ready to get decorating. I am so excited. Yesterday, uh, we had to do some podcast errand things. And then afterwards, I took a two-hour walk around the neighborhood. I'm so excited. I'm just excited to be done and moved. You're going to love the neighborhood. It's the best. It seems like it's going to be really fun to be here in the summer. There's like yeah. a lot of like dining al fresco and... Yeah, and Domino Park. I know. I just want to live in Domino Park now. once it's warm. Today was cold. But I'm excited. That's my high. What's your high? My high was Friday night, our dinner with Catherine McGee. Or, well, Katie. She goes by Katie. But she wrote the Thousandth Floor series and American Royals, which... Spoiler alert, might be one of our books coming up. It is so I cannot good. wait to read it. I haven't started it yet. I'm reading – well, we can talk about that later. But um, I love her. Um, and it's just really cool that, like, you know, we're getting to use this podcast to meet some of our favorite authors. It's really fun. Yay. Yeah. What about your low? Oh, okay. So, guys, just, like, Boys with manners, like, it's an epidemic. With um, manners or without manners? Without, sorry. Oh. It's just, I... Imagine if you're, compl- if you're low as boys with manners. So I haven't really been dating because, as my friend called it, I'm leaning into work in a big way, like, just with everything going on with the podcast and our live shows and all the things. I've just had, like, a, co- a streak where I have plans every single night. So I haven't really been dating, but I had, um, there was this guy and he... Basically, what happened was we messaged on an app, like on Hinge, ages ago, and I liked him. I thought he seemed really cool. Like he he was like, oh, your site's for the fashionable bookworm. That's me. And I was like, oh, cool, a guy who dresses well and likes to read. And we like hit it off and we're having like some fun banter back and forth. And he like kind of vanished on the app and people vanish all the time. So I didn't really think about it. Then he um, slid into my DMs. And- Did that creep you out? No, I thought I was flattered. I was like, that's nice. He like made the effort to find me and and like send me a message. So I was like, great. So he made plans and then he just totally ghosted me. So I mean, it's fine. Like and you had plans to meet? Like did you show up? No, he just he just never confirmed. Oh, okay. He just vanished. Okay. Yeah. That's less bad I didn't, than I was I didn't show up. No. Because I would never show up somewhere without confirming it first. Right. Unless I like confirmed that day and then he ghosted. That would be even worse. Right. But I, and I know this happens all the time, but I was just like, oh, really? Um, so I ended up having a great night. I watched my friend's documentary. I ordered some sushi. And like, you know me, that's my perfect Friday is like a good documentary and like a shit ton of sushi. So it was great. But I was just like, really? Like, I'm actually going to try working on my dating life a little bit, and then this happens. Ugh. Yeah. So. Dating dating in general is the worst, but dating in New York is so hard. Yeah. So that was kind of dumb, but whatever. 
Um, what about you? Oh, wait, I have another low. I have two lows. Oh. The second was taking care, and she doesn't listen to the podcast. Um, my best friend, Alex, has the devil cat. And um, she had an emergency, and I had to take care of him for, like, four days, feeding him twice a day. He is so mean, Becca. Like, And now Becca lives in the building, and I'm going to just, like, let her have to take care of him. I don't like cats. So I, I, I don't – I want to be last on everyone's list for pet sitting except for dogs. This cat makes me hate cats, except sorry, Terry, and I love you. Um, This cat was the actual devil. It, um, I would go to clean its litter box and it wouldn't want me near the litter and it would like attack my leg. I had to wear gloves to feed it because it would, as I was grabbing the food bowl, it would like lunge at me and like swat me for taking, for even touching its food bowl. Then like one day I had shorts on and I went up there and he like, grabbed onto my leg and like like hugged it with his claws i can't think of like what the move would be called there but this cat is the devil it's actual satan so i um did not enjoy that that was definitely a low Hmm. doesn't sound great no um my low is that i'm currently living the curtain-free lifestyle and i've seen you so i know how this ends up i'm not loving it Oh, my God. Is Penn Badgley looking outside your window? I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't mind it if Penn Badgley wanted to look in on me. I don't know. I mean, he (laughs) killed Beck at the end, so I would mind. That's true. Yeah, I guess I would mind. I would mind. Um, But so I moved into my apartment, and I need to get curtains or blinds, and I need to order them. But in the meantime, I ordered these temporary blinds that are stick-on. And I ordered them and I was doing it kind of late at night and I wasn't paying attention and I pressed the wrong shipping option on Amazon. So instead, I thought it said free rush shipping and it says free no rush shipping. Oh. So I thought that it was coming the next day and instead it's coming in a week. Okay. So I'm too stubborn to buy other temporary curtains or to place another order because they're already on the way and I don't want to deal with it. So I just don't have curtains right now. And well, when I, when I first moved, you know what I did is I took a sheet and I just thumbtacked it to the wall for a little while. Maybe just do that. Yeah. Maybe that's what I have to do. Yeah. Just do that for a couple of days. It'll be fine. Yeah. But it's, it's a little weird. Yeah. There's no one, there's only kind of like one apartment directly across and it's not, it's a little far but I'm like, I can see what you're doing. Like, I can't see in yeah. HD detail. But I'm like, huh. If I can see you, you can see me. Yeah, I wouldn't like that, especially in your bedroom. So that's my low. But it's also my fault. I'm a dum-dum that pressed the wrong shipping option. Just hang up a sheet. Yeah. 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 Um. So, you know, the other thing I want to talk about before we get to our interview with Ashley and Raina. Is it an ad, Becca? No, not yet. Oh, what are we going to talk about? It's our oh, Chicago I know what we're talk about. live show. Yes, our Chicago live show. So this is our first one. It's coming up in about three weeks, which is crazy. But we have some amazing guests. So should we talk about them? Yeah, I wanted to tell people who our guests are. Yeah. So we are first, we're doing book chat. And similar to what we did with Ashley Spivey, we have Anna from See Anna Jane coming on, and she's going to talk. We're going to talk all about books and what we're reading and what reading means to us, and like all of that. Then we're going to have a little friendship panel. 
Yes, we have three amazing guests. And actually, they've all been such huge supporters of the podcast from the beginning. So it's really exciting that I've never met any of them in person, but it's really exciting that they're going to do this with us. So we have Jess Keys, Jen Lake, and Liz Adams, who are all going to be on a panel with us to chat about friendship. Yeah. And I'm stoked. So Jess runs the blog, The Golden Girl. Um, Jen Lake runs StyleCharade.com. And Liz Adams runs Hello Adams Family. So it's going to be really fun. Um, we're I'm friends with all these girls, so I'm excited for you to become friends with them. Well, I'm excited. Also, my best friend Peter lives in Chicago, and him and his husband are both going to come to our show. And I don't know. I, I haven't been to Chicago in a while. Hopefully, by the end of May, the weather will be nice. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. So make sh- that's our first show coming up. We're going to be announcing all of our other guests as well. But make sure that you get tickets for this one because we're almost halfway sold out with that one. Yeah. So Chicago is uh, May 29th. Yes. And grab tickets. Go to our website, badonpaperpodcast.com backslash live. We also have shows in D.C., Boston, Charleston and Nashville all in June. So if you live in one of those cities, I promise they're going to be really, really fun shows. Grab your tickets before they sell out and bring a friend. Bring eight friends. Bring 20 friends. Like make it your bachelorette party. Make it your bachelorette party. Bring everyone you work with. Make it like a mandatory work event. Yeah. It's the perfect girls night. I When people are like, what is what should I expect with this? I'm like, this is the perfect girls night. We're going to talk about books. We talk about friendship. There's usually a tequila shot involved. It's at City Winery. It's at City Winery. We're going to have some great wine. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for these because the wine there is really nice. Yeah. So, yeah. One last thing before we get to our interview. We want to talk about one of our sponsors today. And yes. I'm excited because I like this sponsor so much. I'm using their product right now. <gasps> Wow. So the sponsor today is Harper Wild, which is a bra company that is helping to make bra shopping not the worst. So they have fixed the try-on process and made it so much better. And honestly, like, I've been wearing their bras pretty much nonstop since I found out about them. No joke. So it's a female-founded brand, and they have really set out to design a bra that is supportive and comfortable and high quality because a lot of times you get one of the three but not all three so the bras are a great price and you can buy them in bundles which makes it a lot easier to kind of just make over your bra drawer so maybe one thing i did this week was i marie condoed my bra drawer so then you can just go in and replace it with all new bras from harper wild but what we love most about them is the at-home try-on process so this allows you to get that perfect fit without the hassle or uncomfortable fitting room experience So you can pick three bras in different sizes, colors, or styles, and they're shipped right to you without charging your credit card. You only have to pay for the bras you keep, and there's free shipping both ways. Yes. I love mine. It's so soft. Like, finally, it's a bra that you don't want to take off at the end of the day. Yes. I love mine. You can adjust the straps in the front, which is a total game changer for me. Why don't more bras do that? I don't know. It's so convenient. So convenient. There's also three different shades of nude. So no matter what your skin tone, you can find a bra that won't show through your shirt. They also come in black. And lastly, we love the charitable angle. So a portion of the brand's profits are donated to reputable projects to help women gain access to education in 120 countries around the world. So if you also want to try Harper Wild, and I really think you should, go to Harper Wild, and that's wild with an E, dot com 
backslash BOP to get started with your free home try-on, and BOP listeners can get a free bra wash bag with their order. So make sure you select three bras to try on, and don't forget to add the wash bag. It's listed under Wild Things to your cart, too. That's Harper Wild, wild with an E, dot com slash BOP to try in the three bras at home for free and receive a free gift. HarperWild.com slash BOP. Really nailing that uh, URL there. Yes, I am. It's wild with an E. (laughs) Now to our interview. Today's guests probably need no introduction. This is a really big deal for us. We are so, so excited to sit down with Ashley Heseltine and Raina Greenberg from Girls Gotta Eat. So Girls Gotta Eat is my favorite podcast. It's all about dating and relationships, and it's also hilarious. I love that it is lighthearted and fun, but at the same time, very empowering. Raina and Ashley are great examples for women of all ages, being single, successful, and proving something I try and hammer home here a guy is just the icing on the cake. A relationship is not mandatory. So as a fellow 30-something, this is one of the most relatable podcasts out there, but it's also going to have you crying with laughter. And besides their podcast, they both have quite a bit going on over on Instagram. Raina runs One Hungry Jew, and Ashley runs Bros Being Basic, and her personal account, Ash Hess. We'll give them their own desperation minute later, but their podcast is an absolute must-listen to. Welcome, guys. Thank you. What, what an introduction. An wow. Oh, my Thank gosh. you. I hope this isn't a huge letdown for you guys. She's Never. like auditioning. She wants to go on tour with you and open. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to leave this podcast and become your opener. Okay, well, Sorry, surprise, we're going to rate you. So, Raina, what did you think? <laughs> Scale it. I'm just kidding. You know what? I, I feel like there's a real opportunity for you to improve now. <laughs> and don't worry. You were great. I know that you guys usually open your shows with dance routines. Grace has also been going to Dance Body a lot. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. So, so she can, can do that part, too. I am Perfect. The worst. I'm do you know worst. any Beyonce Dancer. routines. I can learn. Okay, I can learn. great. I love yeah. the can-do attitude. Yeah. Have you seen Homecoming? Um, no, I haven't. Oh, oh okay. God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm like the only person who's not a big. Raina hasn't seen it. I haven't I seen haven't. it. I'm saving it for this. No, weekend. Homecoming. That the Julia Roberts show. What? No. <laughs> oh, the Beyonce not- documentary. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, I haven't watched it yet. I mean, it's just. I I'll watch it tonight. Okay. Okay. Okay, but so, we'll move on. But guys, welcome. Thanks. We're so excited to have you. Um, okay, so this is our first time having two guests, so we're a little nervous with like, the <laughs> mic setup, setup, but it like, seems us. like it's working. Um, and we love that your show is also kind of about your friendship. I mean, it's also about the guys that you bang, but yeah, you know, we like having other female friends on the, sh- on the podcast, too. I feel like everyone only wants to know about friendship from us. Nobody wants our dating advice. So we're glad you're yeah, here. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants. I mean, nobody you? wants it. <laughs> no. I don't know. You seem like beautiful, successful girls. I'll take dating advice from you. Yeah. Oh, my God. How nice of you. Yeah, that is so nice. That's <laughs> the nicest that you guys thing said, anyone said to me. But that's me. so cute that people want to hear it, like your friendship stuff. Yeah. But people, we got a lot of generic questions for you. People want to know, like, your background. Okay. They don't really... They don't know who you are. Like our 23 and me. We have some, yeah, we okay. have some basic things. Like, are you, do you have genetic markers for any diseases the audience would like to know? They also really want to know about your friendship and how that evolved and how you met and um, how you started your podcast. Yeah. So wait, before we get into the meteor stuff, can we start with the early stuff? Like, who are you? Where did you grow up? Where'd you go to school? Like, what's your life? Okay. You want to start? Yeah. <laughs> um, I grew up in Delaware my whole life. I'm very passionate about the state as a whole and um, Dewey Beach, especially. It's my dog's named after Dewey. It's my favorite place in the world. Also, Raina's now since we're a couple. <laughs> and um, my family still lives there. 
and I, I love going back there. But yeah, I grew up there my whole life. I went to Clemson for school, which is in South Carolina, also national football champions and no big deal. But that was kind of a weird choice. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to explain it to you. I picked it off college book and was like, okay, I'm going. And then basically went there. Culture shock at first for the South. I'd never experienced anything like that. I was like, I'm out of here. I'm transferring. Then I did it. And so I stayed. And then that brought me to Atlanta. Um, they're very close by. So I then I lived in Atlanta for ten years. Oh my god! And then moved to New York, um, a little over two years ago. So it was kind of always my dream to live in New York, but I wanted to make sure I was like making enough money. I mean, I moved after I was thirty, so I was like, I need to. I'm not going to like live with roommates, and I'm going to like live like an adult that I've been living like this in Atlanta for the past you know five years or so. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, but Atlanta, like that's where I I worked for a magazine. I did, dabbled in PR. I went on my own as a freelance writer in 2010. I had a blog. I started the Instagram account, Bros Being Basic. I did stand up comedy. I was doing TV and radio stuff. All these things that kind of culminated into what we have going on today. So yeah, that's kind of I guess my backstory. My family's great. I'm single. I have a dog. Dewey. <laughs> I don't know Dewey, but I love him. He's so hot. He's like he's a hot dog. He's hot. He's like a smoke show. Oh, like he knows it. He's not interested in you. <laughs> like you come into the room and he's like, like I'm, not you. I don't like need. Any I don't us. need. Yeah, I don't need your attention. I'm good. Yeah. Like if, I, if he was like a human, he wouldn't date me. That's I always say that. <laughs> yeah, he would just be like. <laughs> well, good thing you pick up his poop and he has to like hang around, <laughs> right? Yeah. Marginally, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my backstory. Anything else burning you want to know? I don't I mean, know. I think that's a good, st- yeah. that's a good start. Wait, yeah. Rena, what I'm about white. you? I have a little bit of eczema from time to time. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty regular. I go to the bathroom, you know, usually in the morning, um, into fitness. <laughs> Thank you for deciphering your bowel movements for the audience. Yeah, well, that's all. Raina, Raina's the boob one. Like she wants to talk about her bowel movements. She did an Instagram story on it today. I did. It humanizes I, her. Ross texted me immediately as soon as I put it up. How's your bowel movements going? I was like, wow, this is really crazy. Um, I mean, frankly, Ashley has set the precedent now, so now we need to know about your bowel movements, I poop, too. I poop, I poop very regularly. Um, <laughs> that's the most important this fact about me. That up. No, no, no. I took a lot of Metamucil last night. Um, <laughs> so I, I poop, like, at least once a day, first thing in the morning, but, like, sometimes two or three times. You know, it just depends on what's going on in the day. Depends on how much laxative you took the night before. <laughs> Never laxatives, only Metamucil, because, like, gels it together. It's oh nice. God, I don't know. know why we're talking about Wait, this. Wait, who are you outside of your poop? Outside of my... I'm, I'm just defined by my bowel movements um <laughs> no uh i i grew up in pittsburgh i moved here after college um i went to college in indiana university most of my friends went to penn state and i was gonna like be different go to a different big 10 school um which was sort of a weird decision um because everybody from there stays in the midwest i moved to new york after college um i've lived here for almost 11 years I moved oh wow here to, you're a new york pro i'm trying i'm trying i don't yeah, know if you ever now. 12 years? Yeah. You feel like you mastered wow. it? Do you guys no. want to start a tour company? <laughs> yeah, you start doing like tours. We could, yeah. right? Yeah, and we switched. You, need you to just drive. moved to the city, and I moved, just moved to Brooklyn. Which is like the normal progression. As you get older, you usually move to Brooklyn, like a normal person. <laughs> Raina, you so would need fun. to drive the bus, though, because Grace doesn't have a license. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. could do that. Let it expire. Oh, wow. wow. You did like yeah. duck boat tours, things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. That would be great. All right. I feel, I feel a new business format. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I moved here for a job in PR. Um, I couldn't get one because I moved here the week of the market crash in 2008. Oh. Oh. Um, so I, I remember I was like all gung ho with my resume and like everywhere in the news obviously was like, you know, nightmare on Wall Street. Everybody's going out of business. So um, I started waiting tables. I've worked in restaurants. I went to culinary school. I left you restaurants did? to work in tech. 
I worked at a couple tech startups. I went um, to a culinary school. That's so cool. I went to the Institute of Culinary Education. I didn't do like the full blown program. I went while I was working, but they have abbreviated programs that are like nights and weekends or like oh, that's one so cool. full day per week. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, and every day they'd focus on like one thing, like knife skills or roasting or whatever. Um, it was just like a fun thing to do. Uh, I never wanted to like work in kitchens because right. I'm so weak as a human being. So like I couldn't swing it. But it's a lot of work. I manage restaurants like front of the house. Okay. Um, so and I've always liked to cook a lot. Uh, so yeah, I did that. Then I worked at tech startups for years. I worked at Groupon and Amazon, like smaller divisions there. Um, left my job a few years ago to run One Hungry Jew full time. Um, at a time where like, I think it was still pretty hard to like monetize Instagram accounts. And I was like, let's just see how this goes. I'm going to take a chance. Um, and then through that, I met Ashley on a press trip that I was on, uh, about a year and a half ago. And that's when we started the podcast. Wait, what's your founding podcast story? How did you guys decide to start a podcast together? Yeah. Uh, well, so we met in October of 2017, uh, in Aruba. So we were there on this like press trip for, Whatever influencers, I hate, I mean, I hate to use that word, but whatever. It's the, worst it's the word. word. What's the? But it's like find me a better word. So I lean into it. It's just what I am. Yeah, so, I influence you, right? So it was this, this, <laughs> this press trip. We met um, and hit it off and became friends. I had wanted to do a podcast like for months and months, like kind of right even after I moved here. That I was like, I think that's like the next thing. That's what I want to do. I've always been very like, you need to pivot. And like I went from blogging to social media to I was like, what's gonna the next thing gonna be? And I had this background in like comedy and uh some radio and TV and things like that. And I love talking about relationships. I was like just why well, I went through a really terrible breakup. Another reason I moved to New York. Um and I was like I want to talk about relationships and empower women for a living. And I, this is, I feel like this is how to do it. And I was going to do a, a start a podcast with a guy friend of mine. And then I just ha- had like kind of a weird feeling that it wasn't right. I just had like a very like inner voice, like f- that I don't want to like start this business and spend all this time and for the rest of my life with this dude, I like him. We're cool. But I just wasn't, I was like, I want to do this with a woman friend, but I don't know who. And then months went by, it was always in the back of my brain. And then I met Raina and um, we really I mean, we got back from this trip and it was very like, are we going to be friends in real life? And we, I mean, I swear we probably hung out three times before I like texted her one night and was like, do you want to start a podcast? And she was like, yep. Like, it was <laughs> oh my God. really immediate. And I, I asked her, I was like, I want, I like barely vetted her. You know, I was just like, do you feel comfortable talking about like your sex life and stuff like that? And she was like, uh, yeah. Like she had literally <laughs> just gone on a podcast where she talked about, what did you talk? What is it called again? Sex? No. <laughs> Something really, when you went on, we've had an acme. You talked about like something very dirty, and your mom heard it. Oh my God, there's so many things in that pot. She just like rapid fired all these really filthy questions. Like, have you ever like fingered yourself and tasted it? And my mom listened to that show. Um, Oh, the virginity story, right? Yeah. But Ashley caught me at a really good time because I had been doing, so I I left Amazon to Mm -hmm. run One Hungry Jew full time, um, which was just like a, food blog. So I was doing all the, fo- the photography and the writing for it, but like I was never going to compete with like the food and wine magazines of the world. So I was like, what is next? Like, I don't want to be out here just like hawking like sugar bear hair care products for the rest of my life. <laughs> right. Today's like- sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of. No, and it's great. Look, there's nothing wrong with other people making their money from that, but I'm like, okay, like what's next? Like this bubble is going to pop. And like, yeah. also social media advertising is so inconsistent. I never know when I'm going to get the next mm-hmm. deal. They're not like 
it's just like a no long-term growth here. Yeah. Um, so she caught me at a time where I was like, do I start like a social media agency? Like maybe that's what I'm going to do. Like what am I, I'm in my thirties. Like what am I going to do? And as soon as we started it, we were like, okay, we're going to make this a business. You know, yeah. we had a, we had a photographer, we built a website. We really like made a plan. But I think honestly, since day one, the show format hasn't really changed. <laughs> no, I mean, it hasn't. And like, that's why we always joke because this could have gone like so bad, you know, like, well, Somehow. so many people start podcasts. Yeah, but you don't really – I didn't know her. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I she thought you been, like, guys were, like, lifelong friends, no. like, listening. We, we, we spend every minute together. Now we are. Like, yeah. we're, like, family. I mean, there's nobody that I'm closer to in this world than Raina. Like, I mean, and just that knows me better that I spend more time with. You know, like, we're truly, like, family. And it's just – but she could have been like a lazy piece of shit. I don't know, you know, yeah. like all which happens that, a lot. Her Instagram was great. She had her the brand looked great. Like I, that's all I knew. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm sure she's great. She's funny. But to think we got so lucky and like I don't the, the word luck. I'm a little weird around it because I think I work really hard and I yeah. jump on things and I have good ideas and I'm creative and I'm hardworking. But this felt this was luck. This was like we did not know each other to work together like this and it could have gone like very bad. We both have like very strong personalities. I've like a I don't like mesh with many people. That's why I work for myself. So yeah. like I've never been able to have bosses. I've just I like have a very type A crazy uh perfectionist type of personality and um I mean Randy can tell you. And we just are we I, I feel I feel like so lucky. Like every single day, I could like cry. I'm like, how did this work out this well? You just look at a lot of partnerships for, with two people, and one person always feels like I do all the work. I bear the brunt of all the work, and like they're so angry all the time. Grace is like, looking at me, and I'm feeling nervous. <laughs> no, no, I was gonna say we feel. I feel like the two of us both have this complex where the other one's gonna think we don't do enough work. That's good. So, so we're, you we're should both feel like always that. working really hard. I feel like that all the time. I feel yeah. like I want her to always feel like I'm doing a good job, and I think also you look at a lot of friends where like they're both good at the same stuff, mm. and we. Are, are not like the stuff that I'm not good at. She's good at. Wait, what are you good at that Ashley's not good at? I don't know. I mean, like I, I don't look at it like that. I just think like she's a perfectionist. She catches yep. everything. Um, she asks every single question. She is like obsessed with making this as good as possible. Whereas like I always say like she values doing things right, and I value doing things quickly. <laughs> um, so yeah, like she fills in the gaps where like I'm not good at stuff as much. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and I, yeah, it's, it's hard to find somebody it's like just that. Felt, it's just. I don't know how to tell you how to do it. Like we have figured out a natural flow of work split up. So I edit the podcast and then there's just all these other things. I mean, I do other things too, but then then there's all these other things that like Raina just kind of does exclusively. Like she kind of more so often than not now works on our like travel stuff when we travel, Mm -hmm. like um, manages the website, puts like all of our live shows up and like books more of the guests than I do. So we just found like a natural flow of responsibilities. And mm-hmm. like, that's what I just feel so lucky for every day. Cause I yeah. just think it's really hard to find. Yeah. yeah. And that doesn't mean we don't fight. We fight all the time. We disagree. No, like oh, that's not a fair statement. Bicker. I wouldn't say fight. <laughs> well, you're but married. Like, yeah. Right. I mean, it's not like every idea I have, she's like, yeah, let's do it. You know, like we discuss things, but we're yeah. pretty aligned on that too. Like what yeah. we want as a brand. And that would have been pretty difficult too. We always joke and say this, that like if Raina or if one of us wanted to like be on a had to like the if if one of us the ultimate goal was to like have a show on Bravo like it would be a nightmare for me like yeah I don't want a reality show I don't care about being on TV if anything it needs to be like a documentary like a comedic <laughs> documentary like uh what is it the um the like the never mind about the NWA straight out of Compton like I forget what it's called oh the Defiant Ones oh, like yeah. something like that but comedic like uh, but 
we both want the same things, I guess, like long term, which I think is not always like if I could give anybody advice, I'd be like, you should discuss that before beforehand. But we did it. Yeah. <laughs> so I just anyway, I think all the time we don't live shows and like she's a comedian. She's had a lot of experience on stage. I had never been on a stage in my life. And I think all the time if she was like, we must do these shows and I had like paralyzing stage fright, like the majority of people in the world, like what would have happened? Right, that's I didn't even ask her that either. Like <laughs> when I wanted to start this podcast, I had the dream of what we're doing now. This was always the goal. Oh, you like, had the vision. Be on stage. Yeah. Be, perform. But I, I, cause I was already doing stand up. I love being okay. on stage. I love performing, but I was like, I'm never going to be this famous stand up comedian. I just like yeah. don't want to. I don't care as much. I don't want to work that hard. And so I had this vision, but like, yeah, what if Raina was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to travel for work. I'm not a comedian. I don't care about being on stage. What would have happened? Well, yeah. I like that you like saw it and went after it. I'm like shocked when our podcast is successful. I'm like, I'm sorry, yeah. us? Do you mean us? <laughs> yeah, for our live show, we're like, you want like us to be, to, we can't sell. And we sold it out, but we 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 only did it because they said we could just have 60 people. You guys are so humble. We're like, yeah, what? Why isn't it sold out in an hour? Like, yeah. we're not. Like, no, I, anytime, but I find that anytime. confident. That's the way to be, though. We were joking. What I forget what episode, but it's all about the mediocre white man confidence. Yes, mm-hmm. I love that you guys said that. Yeah, <laughs> and we're like, oh yeah, we're gonna sell it out. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. And whenever we just do that, it comes true. So yeah. I think that that's the way to be. Yeah, there's a there's an article in your magazine from last issue. It's all about podcasts. It's like a ten page spread. That. But one of the quotes was like that people really today really value um, authenticity mm-hmm. over authority. And like, yeah, you don't have to be an expert in your field today. People just want to like see authentic people. And if you could do that, then you can pack a room for sure. Right. Yeah. 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 That's a good call. We're not experts at anything. So. Well, yeah. wait. So you guys are traveling a ton for, for your, li- your dumb, your stupid live shows. For stupid live shows. shows. Yeah. yeah. Wait, why are they stupid? Somebody left a, a comment on iTunes that said all they talk about is their stupid live shows. So <laughs> I loved, I lived to troll the trolls. So okay. I said it, Raina hadn't read that review. I kept it like a secret. So we were like doing it, we were doing an episode I think two weeks ago and I was like, also just want to remind everybody about our, about our stupid live shows and Raina goes, what? And like <laughs> she, she didn't know and then she started laughing hysterically. So, so we just latched on and so now that's all we say. We welcome people okay. to the stupid live shows. We have stupidliveshows.com. And so you stupid live shows.com <laughs> that, res- that redirects amazing. to our actual That's like page for shows. <laughs> so we've really leaned in and like that person, there's more to that review. They felt personally victimized by like st- something I said, obviously, but I, like so blessed for that person. Like th- these haters are, a, they're their gift. Oh Wait, so you're traveling off your stupid live shows. <laughs> yes. The stupidest how, shows. How are you staying sane? Like, traveling and like keeping balance being all over the place bedrooms but i mean we're still in the phase where we're going to like obviously like major cities so you know we're in amazing cities every time we travel we have lots of friends in those cities we've lots of family in those cities i feel so glad that we get to do this together because like we have a lot of friends that are comedians that just like travel alone and have to be in these hotels by themselves all and like it's just such a blessing to be able to do it with somebody do you have like a go-to move that like in every city you like also try to do Separate bedrooms. Oh, separate yeah. bedrooms. Okay. <laughs> we, we, so we try to sleep alone. <laughs> we we realize that, and I love that about our friendship too. That we can like our feelings like don't get hurt. Like sometimes Raina like literally will not respond to twelve texts I send her in a row, and I'm at the point where I'm just like, whatever. We're not going to break up, so she can do whatever she wants. And so <laughs> like, um, we're 
we both don't like to sleep in the bed with somebody. I, I, we both are sensitive to Oh my God, I relate really so, so hard to that. No, we, I meant like, do you go to a nice dinner? I know you or meant. Do you like oh. take a workout oh, you class really wanted or like to... see sites? Okay, yeah. we have different styles there too. Oh, okay. I am a little more active. Like I'll do like one or two workouts if we're on for a week. Like I'll do a workout on the road. I what actually just, like, means is she exercises and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she's saying. Raina will walk around. She like, it's not like she's a, like she likes to walk around and explore stuff, but also if there's not really anything we're dying to do, like let's say, for example, hypothetically, we're in a city we don't love. Let's say it's Boston. Or Dallas. Let's say it's cold out. Raina will lay in bed all day and watch like Catfish or, or Law oh & Order God. SVU in the hotel. And I was like, I'm never going to do that. And I was like, I want to get out and explore. And then I've just fully leaned into the Raina lifestyle. <laughs> like when we were in Tampa, I was like... I'm just laying in this bed watching TV in oh this God, nice hotel. Nothing better than so indulgent. Well, there's like a monsoon outside. It's like right. if, there's, if it's nice out, we'll walk around all day. Yeah. Otherwise, catfish. But there's nothing all better day. than room service chicken fingers. Fuck yeah. Yes. Yeah. Amen. And just like we live in New York City, so like it's nice to sprawl out in like a nice hotel and a king bed and things like that. And also, um, we we do Airbnbs a lot on the road too. It's just oh, okay. always fun really to like smart. see where we end up. Um, like. We stayed in a really nice one in Philly and I don't know, but I think we don't have any like things that we swear by. We, we go to dinner and stuff. If we feel like it. We'll go do stuff yeah. separately with friends. Like I was in LA. I was kind of hanging out with this guy for most of the week. Like if Raina has, we've gone to places where she has family. Like when we're in Chicago, she'll usually see her, her family. I don't always go. Like we just kind of. And I'm not insulted by that either. Like, I think we spent like so much time together that, like, if I want to yeah. go out to with my brother, I'm not insulted that she yeah. doesn't want to come. She's yeah. always invited. Right. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, it's, she's the only person in my life that has met like everybody in my life. Like, cause we've gone to every city together. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, she's oh, met wow. my friends all over the country, all over the, yeah, all over the country, my family all over the country. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't have any other, I don't have a single other friend that's like traveled yeah. with me like that. Cause we have friends in other cities. We invite them to our shows. Yeah. So, weird. yeah, nobody else has met all the people in my life like that. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like I know her family really well now. I'm like, I just met this girl like a year ago. <laughs> it's like, like you've been in a relationship. Like for I five know years. stuff about her family. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, your stepdad Chip. He's always wearing those loud shirts. Like he wears a <laughs> statement piece. Like hard. It's insane. I love that. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. And we just kind of I don't know. We 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 have found like I think people we like to drink and like party, but not really so much. We're on the road because we like have shows to do we're like working we never want to be hung over for a show we like want to stay fresh and so we typically will finish a show we'll have a few drinks but nothing crazy we don't really go out and like rage ever i mean maybe if we the last night of a tour but by then we're so tired i don't know so i think almost sometimes i feel we went out we did three cities five shows all over the country boston chicago vancouver and then i just felt like kind of i was healthy like i woke up earlier <laughs> yeah, that's the secret like yeah, yeah. it's it was like because we yeah. just didn't couldn't get drunk or couldn't be like we need to use them for an example for ours because we were we were destroyed after our caroline's show but like, so were we though like <laughs> but so it was we. our first one though it was, it was our first a, show i was destroyed for days oh yeah no we didn't okay, leave the I house for better. days yeah. i was like I needed a gravity blanket and like a lot of Gatorade. We recorded the next day and Grace actually kicked the guest out of the house. The guest was like chatting and she's like, you gotta go. go." Oh my God. I was like, I love you. Can we please get drinks? But like, I need to lay down. Yeah. Good for you for even recording next day. We like left Caroline's. I mean, we did get drunk afterwards. Our our family was there. I was drunk after a show. We were like, uh, 
don't talk to me for three days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we did it, but, but I think okay. also I would have like, it's interesting how you like meld lifestyles and somebody like if she wanted to go out and like get so fucked up and like do a bunch of drugs and she was just like a piece of crap the next day, which a lot of comedians like to go out and party yeah. and they'll party all night. You don't have to get up until 7 PM the next night. There's nothing wrong with it. But like if she wanted to like oh, be yeah. on drugs and party and drink every night after a show I'd be I, I wouldn't like it you know right and if, yeah. If, yeah like if I was like hey can we get can we go to lunch and talk about what we're doing tonight change things up whatever and Raina was just like oh again I'm hungover it would drive me nuts like yeah it's just we really got l- lucky with that and it, you know when we're in our 30s you know I think I also knew that going in like I I got a vibe for Raina kind of early on that she wasn't like a big crazy like partier yeah yeah, no. Even like irres- irresponsible, I guess. What I yeah, mean. you can be a crazy partier, but yeah. Anyway, that's our origin story. <laughs> it sounds like you've got a good partnership, though, and you did luck out in that regard. I mean, you both have worked really, really hard. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. The, nothing but luck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we just we did find each other at, like the right times of like what's next. I think we both were like a little scared. I was a little. I was scared. Like, where's my where's my next thing? Where my income's coming? Oh yeah, I think from? about that all the time with my blog. I'm like, is are people like mm-hmm. people still read it? Thank God. But I don't know. Like, what's going to happen in five or ten years? Yeah, podcast. You guys yeah. did the right thing. Yeah. Um. What about New York? So you know, Raina, especially with your. Instagram account and Ashley, what are your favorite New York spots for drinks, for food, all the things? We go to the same restaurant like three times a week. It's called <laughs> it's called Ozatar. It's a like a Mediterranean, like all the dips, all the grilled meats, things like that. It's right oh, by yeah. Ashley's apartment. Okay, um, like on the block. How like, do you spell that? A U. So like O Zatar Z A A T A R. Zatar is a spice. Okay. Um, I so. I started this food blog years ago and the way that I started it was I'd always really been into food and cooking and dining out. And I just thought like there's all these places in New York City that I'd never been to that it were like, you must dine here, you know, if you live in New York, like top 10, everything, pizza, tacos, whatever. And I had all this extra time and money when I was in sales. And I was like, what do I do with this? So I made a list of places and I was like, I'm just going to go to all of them. Um, so every day I'd go to a new place for lunch and I took photos and that's how One Hungry Jew was born. But um, I would say like of all the places I've been like four star restaurants and Michelin star, I'd still rather like the really casual, like wear sweatpants to the place, yeah. order a bunch of small dishes and split it with a friend, like really, yeah. really casual. So like yeah. anything on like St. Mark's or in the West village, like on Bleecker street, I'd always rather like a, sl- I don't know, like a taco or a slice of pizza yeah. or something. Yeah. But that's our place. Like we, we talk about it all the time. We started going there it's like on my block like the owner of the restaurant his name is Tarek we love him like he we've just helped him build his business up so much by posting and going there all the time and Raina's done shoots there and she's given him the photography and that she's taken and stuff like that so like we don't pay for anything there he sees us walking down the street and he'll go into the back and give me a bottle of wine I'm not even dining there he's like (laughs) Ashley you need it you you look thirsty he did it to you you it was like it's like a drive-through for us walking by he just throws a bottle at us (laughs) but like the thing I love about New York City is like there's anything you could ever want like I like really fun adventures like if you got to Flushing Queens everything's in Cantonese like there's no English there tons of Chinese food Um, I like to go to Brighton Beach one of my girlfriends is Russian. There's a ton of Russian restaurants there um, and Jordanian places. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I love like anything you want is here and it's cheap. And so I, I just love that. I think yeah. it's really fun. And pizza, like big, big, big pizza girl. What's your favorite pizza? Oh man. I mean, I hate to be sound like so basic. Like I, I do love Prince street. Like, yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah. Um, 
I like Detroit style, so I like Emily is another I like, but I like thin Ooh, I too. Do like I don't like too floppy. I haven't been to Emily yet. Can we go? It's great. Yeah. And they have pink pizza. So Ooh. I don't know if they have it at all of them, but the Emily Squared in the East Village has the best burger. Have you had the burger, the burger there? Yeah, the burger with the curly fries. Oh my it's God. Like, go to Emily, it's like a world famous get burger. Get the pink pizza yeah. and the burger. Yeah, pizza place and it's like all of the burgers. it's not like a pizza place. Like they have it's amazing It's a pizza burger food. place. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, that's all. It, I feel yeah. so With the curly fries. It's so good. They have a huge menu. They Oh my God. They're like, um, it's so good. Their cheese sticks are so good. <laughs> all their food, their salads are good. Everything they do is so great. Yeah. But we, I, I mean, I love Joe's. I think one of the perfect pies is a place called Scars. It's like this little like dive in the Lower East Side. Um, Ruby Rosa. What's the other one in Brooklyn? It's like a lady's name. Starts with an R. I don't know. Roberta's? Roberta's. Yes. Oh, Roberta's. <laughs> I knew it. So, yeah. Ruby Rosa Roberta's. I mean, I just, a big pizza fan. Like, it's, the, I mean, I eat so much pizza. Like, a, a lot. Like, four to five times a week. <laughs> so you're a connoisseur. Um, I love that. Scars is like yeah. really under the radar. I love scars. Yeah. It's like a perfect, I, I would like, you can go in and get a slice, but like I've sat in there with somebody and got like a whole you pizza. Oh, I love it there. I didn't know you'd ever been there. Yeah. And they just play like real loud trap music in the back. It's so dirty. <laughs> Polly like, G's also just opened a slice I shop. I was just going to say Polly like. G's is my favorite. Just like scars. Okay. Just with more windows. <laughs> Do you like Joe and Pat's? That's new in the neighborhood. I don't care about it. Sauced? Uh, I haven't been to Sauce yet. I've walked by the your place. I'll say, I know this is a controversial opinion, but I don't care about Joe's either. I just don't care. It's fine. It's fine. Also, mm-hmm. I, my favorite delivery is Nicoletta. The location closed, but they still are doing delivery out of their other like sister's restaurant. Or their, not sister, Osteria Marini. But um, it's my favorite. Always shows up perfect. The little cup pepperonis. Nicoletta. I love them so much. Anyway. I do too. It's really good. <laughs> Wait, so I feel like this is enough lead up. We need to talk about the main event. Everyone wants to know about dating stuff because we don't sure. talk about dating on this podcast. Ooh. We talk about it a little if there's actually something going on. Right. But. <laughs> okay. So your whole podcast is about dating. And I feel like one of the most common questions that we got in DMs for you guys was along the lines of, and like, this is me paraphrasing. This is like, how, how are they still single? No. <laughs> it's like, how, how do you cope with the pressure of being like, quote unquote, older? Uh-huh. Great. That's I, not insulting at all. The air quotes are we fine. Are not older. We are still very young. We are very young. And being unmarried. Great. Especially me. Being unmarried. Because I feel like I just, like, offended you and you're, like, going to leave. No, we no, do not at all. Not at all. Um, and I think that, you know, a lot of people, especially <laughs> like outside of you, <laughs> try to say it. That's what I was like. I don't know you well enough to be, like, <laughs> yeah. little bitches. No. no well, you fired at us. It's fine. Um, I think... I think a lot of people, especially outside of New York City, suffer from that. Like, once you're over, like, 28, you're not. Well, I mean, like, my family's not going to say that shit to me. Right. Like, once you're over, like, like, 27 and you're not married, like, you are an old maid. Like, what Mm -hmm. is, what's, I mean, I think in New York it's a little different just because, like, I mean, none of my friends are married or have kids. I guess if I was married and had kids, I'd have more friends that were married and had kids. But... My family never asks me any of those things. Like my family, I'm I'm very fortunate, and so is Ashley, that we have parents that are just super proud of us. And like well, that's what they want to know. They just about. don't care. Yeah. New York is zero pressure. Like right. so that's why I moved here. I mean, I I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. How be, did you feel in Atlanta? Yeah. Old. I mean, well, <laughs> not here's the deal. It's not as bad as you think. Because Atlanta's still like it's Atlanta's like a like liberal and it's yeah. like this it's not it's in georgia yeah but you know what i mean it's just more progressive but 
being 30 and single feel, was a little different than 35. I mean, I, w- I wasn't 35 in Atlanta. I'm just saying, like, I I was there and I was 30. I was like, I don't want to be any older than this and yeah. be single. Like, everybody's get settling down. They're having kids. They're getting married. They're moving to the suburbs. You just – and it just get, got boring. It just got old. And so I was in a relationship. I met a guy there. And, I, I mean, I did think I was going to end up with him. And obviously, we did not. And so then I moved here. There's other reasons I want to move here. I'm now I'm close to my family and my career is better, all that stuff. But I – what we tell people that if they're if they're at like a if they're if they're in a place where they're getting hounded and they're in a conversation like you have to just shift the conversation because I think sometimes people they ask you are you seeing anybody because maybe they're just assholes and they're projecting onto you or they're old school their grandparents whatever but if sometimes people just ask that because they don't know what else to ask you right. so I think sometimes you have to just change the conver- change the flow of the conversation yourself and be like oh yeah you know I'm dating around whatever just haven't found anybody brush it off but what I am doing in my career is this and like change the conversation because I think sometimes p- that's just this easy thing it's like how's it's like talking about the weather it's like yeah. so are you dating it doesn't always have to mean an attack and it doesn't always mean you need to feel triggered by that I think you can breeze past it and talk about something else that yeah. you're doing that is not yeah. dating related. And to piggyback on what she says, I mean, I think that like the one of the number one messages we hammer home with every one of our episodes is like, just be happy in your own life and be, be good with your friendships and your hobbies and your career. And a relationship will be the icing on the cake. And it should be mm-hmm. the greatest thing in your life when you have it. Being in love is wonderful, but like you can have all these other things in your life to like fulfill you and make you happy. And yeah, there are going to be a couple people that are like, I don't know. Like, they think it's weird that you're single or don't have kids. Like, fuck those people. Yeah. Right. You know, like, and have the people in your life that won't make fun. I was with some girlfriends this weekend. Um, both of them are like lifelong friends of mine. They both have little boys. And my friend Molly was like, oh man, just, you know, you don't understand it till you're a mom. You know, it's, it's, it's a mess, but it's your mess. And I was like, fuck that. Your life looks terrible. (laughs) She laughed so hard. Like she thought it was so, I was like, okay, both of their sons were eating couscous and sprinkling couscous on the dogs, around the living room, (laughs) being lunatics. And I love their sons. They're like my family. But I was like, your life looks terrible. I'm sorry. I don't ever want to do this. But like, I, I like that my friendships are like that, you know, that I have friends in my life that I can say that kind of stuff too. I'm glad you could. I'm glad. I, wouldn't, I didn't know you said that to her face. That's amazing. <laughs> She's like, but it's my mess. I was like, well, your life sounds terrible. I don't want to do that. But, you know, she thought it was funny. She knows I don't think that her life yeah. is terrible. But yeah, I do have a couple of girlfriends, one person in particular I'm thinking of who like the first words out of her mouth is always like, so who are you dating? So what's going on in your dating life? And I'm like, I don't want to talk about this all the time. Yeah. If there was yeah. news, I would give you the news. But you know? then sometimes when I ask people that, I'm like, let's talk some shit. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if I meet up with a girlfriend, I'm like, what's going on? It's because we're about to share some like horror stories. You know what I mean? Like it's yes. less, uh, I mean, I know some people can come at you and sound pressury and judgy, but like I, I strongly believe that people that throw you shade or act judgmental or give you shit for being single are not happy in their own relationship. I like strongly believe that. I think people that are like happy and stable and great relationships and great marriages just want you to be happy with whatever you're doing. I think they're, I think it's a weird projection that people do. And I, I'm excluding old grandparents that are right. just think that's how you live because I don't know. Also, I was talking to my friend the other day. She's married. She has a great marriage. And she was like, with modern medicine, if nothing crazy happens, like we could live to where like in our nineties, why do you, 
what is the rush to get married in your 20s? Yeah, isn't you get 70 more years with yeah. one person? Oh my God, that sounds so bad. Like, I get it when you, <laughs> like, I get it when you want to have children, and so I, I don't, and so I, I don't, you know, I don't want people to come for me on that. I understand you don't have the longest. I love how longest. open you are about that, because I'm pretty sure I don't want yeah. kids either. But like, and... maybe I'll get married at 50? I don't know. Or not. Or or next year. I mean, who's to say, but. Or next year. I, I do understand that women that really want children, and they feel like time is ticking, and I don't really know how else to, I don't really know how to speak to that. I, I just, you know, good vibes, get everything else in order. Hopefully the right person will come or, you know, you have a kid on your own. I really, again, it's like something I can't really speak to as much. We have some girlfriends, one in particular that like goes on dating apps every day. She really like works the system. She goes out every night with somebody and like, that sounds exhausting. Oh my well, God, I don't I'd be so tired. It, but if that's what you really want, if, if you're like, yes, I need to get married. That's a real fear as you get older that like you're not going to be able to have kids. I get it. Then you need to work the system, you mm-hmm. know? And if you're doing the same thing that you do every single day and there's no change, then like you've got to change what you're doing. Like I can't complain that I sit in my apartment all day long and don't meet guys. I mean, I slept with a guy in my apartment the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you were don't even need that. to leave the house. Yeah. I literally didn't need to leave the building to get laid. But like, <laughs> I'm so jealous. Like that is a thing. People are like, if if you want to meet somebody and sleep with somebody, you need to leave the house. And is like, watch me not building. do that. I'm like, watch me. <laughs> I am proof. Right. But like, I don't complain that I'm single because like, I don't work the system. I'm not out here like on dating apps every day and like going to singles events and going to places where like, I know I could meet the kind of person that I want to meet. Like I'm not doing that. Right. So I can't complain about it. I feel great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we have other goals. Like, you know, like yeah. we work towards our career goals and our financial goals every day, but my goal is not to get married and have kids. So like if it was, I would be living my life a little bit differently, Yeah, you know? Well, that's actually an interesting segue because somebody asked if and if men are intimidated by the success that you've had yes. and the podcast <laughs> that you've built, especially because you talk about dating. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it sucks. I mean, I worry that I, I had somebody say something to me and it's my obviously my, my fear. Somebody said to me, dating somebody as public as you is, is really a nightmare for me. Um, and that is upsetting and scary. And I think the person that is going to fall in love with one of us is not somebody that would have a problem with that. But also I think that Ashley and I are very careful on the show. We don't give identifying details about anybody. We don't talk about things that are super sacred to us. You know, there's, there is a line that I won't cross right. certainly, especially if somebody asks me, but I don't know. Do you think guys are intimidated? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> in that, that are in a similar field and this, I feel like, <laughs> I need, I'm going to need a guy that is really secure and is like also like living his best life because if not, it's it's very emasculating for a man to watch a woman that they're dating, that they're romantic with, make a bunch of money, keep like getting more and more successful, doing what they love that they're so passionate about if they're not doing the same thing and especially if they're in any sort of related field. Mm -hmm. Like I, I mean, I, I, I uh, liked a guy recently that kind of does the same thing as me and he, he does, he has a podcast and he like does comedy and things like that. And then randomly I like heard him on this podcast and he said something like kind of jokingly, but I think there was a lot of truth to it that he was like, I couldn't date a girl that was more successful than me. I would just feel like she was too good for me. And I was like, Oh, right. <laughs> Maybe that's why oh. this didn't work out. And like, I don't, I'm trying so hard not to sound really cocky when I say this, but I'm like, it's a thing. It's, no, it's a, a thing. it's a thing. And yeah. you know, I dealt with it with my ex that we, we were in comedy and when I would get things that he did in, it was like, it caused tension between us and yeah, super duper secure people can handle these things. But it, 
I'm not going to sit here and say that it's not intimidating because, like, I have the proof that it is yeah. um, to to guys. And uh, the privacy thing, um, I don't care. If if a guy – my whole life has never been private. Like, even when I'm ha- – when we're hanging out, if we were going to go to holidays with my family, everybody's just kind of talking about and everybody, in everybody's business. Like, I couldn't date a guy that was like, I'm just really private and, mm-hmm. and in general. So if someone – if that's their main fear, they don't want to be talked to on the podcast, they don't want – that your words not going to work, and we we weren't pri- pri- prior to the podcast. We wouldn't have worked. Yeah, so we, that doesn't scare me at all. Like, no, someone you're going to like me and be okay with it. And I, I think if I if I were to get in a serious relationship, we would have like multiple discussions about what might come up, how it's going to. I would like really respect the person. Yeah. yeah. But if someone's like, we, I absolutely can't. I'd be like, we're not going to date. Yeah. And for so me, we even enter into that relationship. For me, it's not about financial success because I'm perfectly happy dating somebody that makes less money than me. Um, it's about dating somebody who's proud of themselves and excited mm-hmm. about what they're doing and happy because like, I mean, I don't make a secret of it. I mean, I talk about it on the show, but like I was engaged to somebody and I lived with him for years and years who just kept trying things and failing and I kept succeeding at what I was doing and, you know, moving up the ranks at my job and yes, making more money. But at the root of it, it was because he felt like a failure and he was watching his partner succeed and succeed and succeed. And that was really terrible. And if I could like pinpoint like why we broke up, like that was why we broke up. He hated himself and I made him hate himself. And I wasn't a good partner for somebody like that either. Like I didn't know how to, there's only so much encouragement you can do for somebody. Yeah. And downplaying your own success to make them never downplay your own success. And I will say though, some guys will be great. And there is men out there that literally are totally cool and secure and they want to be like a stay at home dad. You know, like they want some boss ass like woman. It is not all men, but I would be lying if I said that some men, yeah, are intimidating and can't handle it. Yeah. So wait, what's your strategy? Do you put it out there on your dating apps and no. like use it as a screener or do you like no. drop it after I you meet somebody? I don't put it anywhere. I just on my put dating my Instagram apps. My, on. my last name's not on my you know? Yeah, because I want them to know. Like, if they don't want to date, date an influencer, then like, fuck them. Like, totally. I, mean, I don't yeah, want people yeah. looking up the podcast. I don't. I, I don't want people listening and knowing everything about me and my oh, dating life. True. So I don't put my last name. I, yeah. I just as self employed. I really, I really only use Hinge. I don't. It just. I don't want to. That's. I, that's the last thing I want is somebody like listening to our entire life history. So and but it will come up on a first date because it's mm-hmm. it's hard to hide. Yeah. But I I'd rather just meet in person get a vibe someone get a vibe for who i am as a person before they start judging me and listening to yeah. the podcast and stuff like that i don't know yeah yeah wait grace this that. next one is from you i think you submitted a question to your own podcast <laughs> well it's no no somebody this, something- put, this was a question this was a question that we got but i it's, i know it's someone who <laughs> somebody dm'd us this or put it in the little in the little quiz uh-huh. but it was something i was talking about on my instagram story i think the like most annoying thing ever and this happened to me a lot this fall when i was dating someone is the fact that when you get into a relationship everyone has to congratulate you on it like whereas you know like congratulate me on launching a podcast or yeah. like having a successful blog or like any other thing but i was getting like a constant influx of DMs saying congratulations. So congratulations? Like, yes. I'm like, I'm not engaged. Like they're out here playing like a Post Malone that's, song. That's a, that's it's like, congratulations, okay. you finally got a boyfriend. But that's a New York thing. <laughs> I feel like, like it is a feat. <laughs> it is something to accomplish. Like, any other city, nobody can, cr- like, if you're in New York and you get a boyfriend, yeah, fucking congratulations. Like, like Skywriter. Like, you thing to do. 
<laughs> How did you do it? Oh my god! <laughs> but I hear what you're yeah. saying. Like, why are why yeah. are we have engagement parties and not promotion parties for our girlfriends? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I it's people put place so much weight on it. I don't know what else to tell you. I think just try to shift it within your own life. Like, yeah. you know. That's what people place value on other things. That's what most people yeah. place value on is the yeah. number one thing is a relationship. And that's great. It should be. It's a wonderful thing to find. But yeah. like there's a million other things. I threw myself a giant party when I quit Amazon. I threw oh. myself a retirement party. Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> Did you actually call it a retirement party? I did. Party? I said it was my retirement party. I invited like 75 people. I had it catered by like eight different restaurants. I had so much alcohol. I had a tattoo artist there. Oh, I wish we I knew you then. We had um, Odd Fellows came and scooped ice cream. It was what? on a rooftop. Oh, it was wow. the best party. My parents came. They brought me a retirement gift. I want you to get a job again so you can retire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I, th- I bought Happy Retirement, built balloons. I put them all over the rooftop. It was great. It was absolutely a blast. That yeah, is the best amazing. thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I'm sad I wasn't. We weren't friends yet. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we should throw our podcast a birthday next year. Yeah, yes, absolutely. When we're two, entering we're the two. terrible twos. Yeah, the terrible. Twos. Yeah, it's your anniversary party. Yeah, but I, oh you know, it, it's also I, we live in a different type of city. You yeah. know, yeah. like where I do think that we do that with our girlfriends, like take each other out for new jobs, promotions, like whatever it is and like sharing those successes and types of things. But then again, a lot of us are single. So that's all we have going on. <laughs> we take each other out to dinner whenever we hit a new milestone. We have, have to plan that. our Waverly dinner. I know. Yeah. I'm owed. Yeah. I'm owed. <laughs> well, wait, okay. I'm really excited for this question. Ooh. So the question is, what about a breakup? Would love for you guys to share your best tips for getting over a breakup. The reason I am excited is because Ashley, Ashley took notes. Ashley <laughs> has <laughs> had a notebook next to her the whole yes. time. She has apparently a five-point plan. I've never seen so her whip out a book so fast. You guys also, our guests never read our outlines, so we are so excited that someone actually read it. Um, Really, kudos to you guys. Nobody has ever sent us an outline. That was the most organized. No, thank you. I mean, Ashley and I make an outline for ourselves. Yeah. But, like, it's you are so organized. Yeah, it's incredible. that was great. We just want to make sure we never offend anyone with questions we ask or something like because you never know what's sensitive or people are amazing thanks i also like to prep a little like because i I hate walking away from anything and wishing i would have said something yeah so reina's a little better off the cuff than i am like i'm the same and when we wrap i'm like god damn it i didn't say that thing um, but we did a breakup episode. We did a breakup um, episode. Okay, so, so go you, listen to their yeah, episode. So, I mean, if you, this is just a kind of, this is from that. But yeah. Just like, I'm going to abbreviate it. Okay, and love I'm going to, I'm going to do my five points and then Raina will do hers because Raina's had a worse breakup. But I just <laughs> wanted to get this out there. And again, yes. ours is called How to Get Over a Breakup. I, th- I think it's called How to Get Over a Breakup Like Now. Yeah. Like in parentheses, okay. we said like now because. Yeah, whatever. Time, shut up. Time heals all. Get we get yeah. it. But like people are like, I feel like I'm gonna die in this moment, and like, how do I deal with it? Okay, so I, <coughs> I have like five points. Okay, so um, above all, move to New York City. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but she's not. But but people do DM me that they did take my advice and move to New York City. But anyway, um, if you were thinking of moving somewhere, now's the time. Obviously, don't just like pick up and you know change your whole life. First thing, you have to let the pain leave your body. So you really have to cry as much as you want. You have to scream as much as you want. I am big on fitness and stuff like that. So when I went through my terrible breakup, it's like I had to go do all my like flywheel yoga, sweat it out, get it out, boxing, all that type of thing. That's not for everybody. But above all, like don't be scared to cry. 
a lot and scream and do all these things. These, these are nothing that groundbreaking, but whatever. They help some people. Um, the second, lean on your friends and family. Even like give them a heads up. Like I'm going through a really hard time right now and I might need you more than usual. My best friend Kate would have me over every Friday and cook dinner for me for like months when I was oh, like going so through nice. this thing. And it, it bonded our relationship too. So these things, when you break up with somebody, the hardest part is that there's like a void in your life and in your body. It's like in your body. You can yeah, feel it. You're you like, feel it. I feel like I'm missing a limb. There's like a hole in my heart, these things. So I think you can strengthen that with like other relationships. Like you need people to like fill the holes where this person left, whether maybe you used to send them memes all the time, send it to somebody else. You know, maybe you guys used to do this thing together, you and your ex start something new or do it with a friend or a family member fill the void. Also a new hobby and relationships. Raina can tell you that's when she started like going to culinary school. I just, I did a lot of like fitness stuff and I just cooked more. That's when I started cooking actually like at home with like meal kit stuff. But I found like a lot of like solace in that. Um, whatever it is, something you've been wanting to try. Raina can speak on that way more, but like pick, picking up like a new hobby again, like f- filling the void. Um, also, if you wanted to take a trip, this is the great time to take a trip by yourself or with friends or whatever, like plan that trip, do that thing. Okay. Um, four, this is <laughs> you. you Raina is <laughs> laughing so hard at Ashley right now. <laughs> Not at her. It's just, you know, we did this episode about breakups and it was like the most emotional charged episode i was like shaking when we were doing it i was yeah. so nervous like we've been through some shit who, who hasn't yeah. and like i just and none of this like you said it's groundbreaking but it's like that's what you, you have to, to hear. do and like you need to hear it and you need somebody to say to you like you will survive this right i think also you need permission to do these things like go on 100 yeah. yeah yeah 100 like i was i couldn't get off the floor i couldn't stop crying i needed somebody with me 24 hours a day and like it's okay to ask for that Right. You know, and I, I asked for it. I had friends sleep over every single night. I went home. I spent time with my family, took these trips. But yeah, I like what you said, permission to do these right. things. So mm-hmm. this is one that we we love and we had girls. This is like a, an actual thing you do do. Um, and this is like make the list. So the list is everything this person did or everything wrong with them or whatever it is, whether it's character traits, whether it is that they cheated on you, whether it's that they gaslit you, whether whatever it is, write it all on a list on one side and the other side, just write the amazing things about yourself and what you want in a partner. And I said, that, I think I said this quote on our, um, on our podcast, like if the only thing on their side of the list is that they didn't love you the way that you deserve to be loved. And that's all the list says. And it doesn't matter. And it can, my list would be like, he lied, he gaslit me, but you know, but if it's just that it wasn't the right person then that that's all it is. And we say, like, put the list on the fridge, like, write it down and, like, look at it. And don't forget, because it's so easy when time goes by and you miss this person. To, it's so easy to forget what they did to you. Yeah. It's so easy. Like, I found myself doing that sometimes with my ex. And then the other night I started thinking, like, God, he was the worst, mm-hmm. you know, in certain times. Totally. Obviously, there were good times, too. You can't always point to a person and say they cheated on me. They're a patholo- pathological liar. Like, sometimes the list is just, like, you know, when we went to events together, he never introduced me to people. He always walked right. three steps ahead of me. I never felt a part of his life maybe that's the list right like make the list you know yeah yeah and people have said like i made this list like it was amazing thank like thank you so much and um just just seeing it and like just seeing it written down of like here's what i'm worth here's what i deserve here's what i want as opposed to here's what like garbage this guy was again that's not always the case but whatever and then i don't know i mean five to me is like my number five is just basically like eventually just you have to like release it and forgive this person i say like forgive don't forget so it, that comes with time i think you just kind of like wake up one day and it's gone for me like i had anger that i held on to for my ex after like the final final breakup for six months and um then i just feel like it it i was like 
I remember it being June and I was like, oh, it's just gone. <laughs> like, I just don't feel mad at him anymore. And it was like this really freeing feeling to have like the anger be gone. But yeah, sometimes it takes like months and months and months. Or years, like whatever. Yeah. A year. <laughs> um, but that's my thing. And then, you know, obviously moved to New York City. <laughs> Find a friend, like, start a podcast. <laughs> but I am so passionate about breakups and I'll, I'll, you know, hand the floor back to somebody else. But because this is like what made this podcast start. So when I was going through this breakup with my ex, I was just like obsessed with talking about it. And I was like obsessed with like why this happened and who am I in a relationship and who was he? And I was like, we did therapy and I was learning so much about myself and about, you know, him and just who my, in general relationships. And I just became like obsessed with talking about them and wanting to help other people. And people would come to me with, with wanting advice. And I was like doling out this amazing advice that, you know, that they thought was amazing. Like I'm saying, like it, that helped them. Yeah. And I was like, I want to do this for a living and okay. And now you are. And now I am. So that's why I'm so passionate about it. Yeah. I'm done. You did great. That was great. That sets up our whole episode. And it's one of my favorite episodes ever of all time that we've done. You know, it was really early on in the show. And we were like, do we tell these stories? How do we tell these stories and do them justice? And we were still doing like 45-minute episodes. So we were like, you know, how do I concise this? Um, But yeah, I mean, I couldn't have said it better. I think that that's great advice. I mean, you feel like you're going to die. And everybody is like, time heals all wounds. And you're just like, please don't say any things like this to me ever again. I'm, yeah. I'm going to kill you. Raina, uh, sorry, I mean, you can sh- share what happened to you. I mean, Raina ran through the worst breakup of all time. She broke up with her fiance. So, but you have great advice on like cleansing, like the apartment, the social media. Like, I feel like you speak really well to that. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. My, I mean, my fiance left me the day after our engagement party. Like, came home the night before the engagement party, told me he wasn't in love with me anymore, that I had to go to the party. Wait, so you already knew at the engagement party? I knew at the engagement party. He, he came home at 5 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God. And was just like, I'm not in love with you, and I'm not going to marry you. I mean, that's what that was it. We weren't, like, fighting all the time. I, everybody's like, there were no... I, when somebody tells me there were no signs of something, I'm always like, you're wrong. But, like, other than, like, some casual bickering, I there was no sign that he was going to leave yeah. me. Um. Now, looking back, I'm like, oh, of course. He felt like shit every day. And our relationship was not... Just because you love somebody and you get along really well and they're a good partner to you doesn't mean that you can be together. So anyways, of course, now I know the signs. But um, yeah, he came home and said, I'm not in love with you. I'm not going to marry you. And then like that day, my entire bridal party, my family, everybody flew into New York City for the party. I mean, the train had left the station. I couldn't cancel (laughs) the party. There was nothing I could do. Um, So yeah, I went to the party. And the next day he packed his bags and he left me. And that was it. And I was like in this apartment full of a million engagement presents and a wedding that was fully planned and paid for. Oh my um, God. Oh all my of God. his things. I mean, he didn't like pack his things. He packed a backpack and was just like, I'm going to go. Um, yeah, I mean, it was like the worst thing that ever happened to me, of course. But I mean, like Ashley said, I picked up the phone. I called my friends. People came over. People helped me pack up the entire mm. apartment. And the healthiest thing I did for myself the very next day was I wrote him this letter and I was like apologizing for all these things. And I said, you know, I will change every single thing about myself for one more minute of your love. I'm just, I'm a monster and you're an angel and all this stuff. And I didn't send it. I just, I sat on it for a day and I read it the next day and I realized that wasn't true. I realized I just didn't feel like that, that I wouldn't, I'm not going to change the things you don't like about me. And the things you like aren't things that can be changed. I'm sorry. Like you're just, you're mad that I'm more successful than you. And then it makes you feel like shit. I'm not going to change those things. Right. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, I mean, I changed the locks and the lease. And <laughs> my friends, you don't live anymore, bitch. <laughs> That's like our favorite quote. <laughs> um, I had friends come over and pack up all of his things. I like shut down social media for a while. I blocked him. I blocked his friends and his family. I did not prolong this relationship for one second. I didn't like negotiate with him mm-hmm. to like see a therapist. Some people should definitely do that. I think I immediately recognized the signs that I had been super unhappy for a long time. And so I was like, okay, I'm not going to do this. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say it didn't suck. It sucked. And I immediately tried to replace him. I started dating somebody like six weeks later. And, you know, I think a lot of people try to do that. And my advice is like, you you can't replace that pain with another person. Mm-hmm. I tried to like slot another person in who was all yeah. the things that he wasn't. Who yeah. was successful and smart and exciting and sex was great. But like, that didn't make me feel better. Yeah. I mean, it keeps attention, which is nice. But yeah, yeah you can't like heal that pain with another person. You got to give it time. So yeah, I mean, it probably took me like a year to be like super over it. And I still think about him and it's been years. I think about him all the time, you know? Yeah. But I realize why it's over. Yeah. And like both of our breakups, I mean, mine was not that, I mean, crazy, like not that uh, serious just because, you know, we were not engaged. We were not together as long as Rain and I, but I mean, I was like, so, I thought he was like, love my life. But we both like look back on these men as like, oh my God, can you imagine if we had stayed with them? Like what our life would be. Like it was just, we weren't on the same page with these people. And neither of them were bad guys. They didn't cheat on us. They didn't lie to us continuously. They Mm -hmm. just weren't a match, you know? Yeah. Like, and that list is super important because like I looked back and I was like, this person was always in a good mood. He's so nice to everybody. Everyone likes him. He's so good looking. He's a lot of fun. He was like my adventure buddy. He always wanted to like do all this shit. That's what you remember. And like, I had to like, remember like, oh yeah. Like when I bought anything nice for myself, I had to hide it. When I succeeded at work, I couldn't share it. You know, that stuff sucked. You know, I was forfeiting all these things I wanted to do because we couldn't do them together or I was paying for them and then resenting him. Those things are real. Those things suck. And those things don't go away. And he wasn't ever. smart enough for you. Well, yeah, he wasn't smart, but, <laughs> <laughs> but when you're in your, I mean, you your twenties yeah, and he was hot and he loved you. So you're like, yeah, let's get married. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, he wasn't like, ret- <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty stupid. He's- <laughs> I, mean- I saw you go to like defend him. And then you're like, no, <laughs> Yeah. so dumb so put it on the list he has a hey, there's like one his entire Instagram bio is like one sentence and there's a spelling error like no. it's it's so crazy at first I, I go Rain is this real or is he being ironic because people he's think not he, smart enough to be ironic right. she was like he's not smart my friend Elizabeth once dated a guy who was a personal trainer and he didn't know how to spell trainer no well, how do you spell it with an O T-R-E-I-N-E-R wait what that's like an exotic spelling of trainer that's not even but you know I think it's I think it's important to know I think that, you know, today we want our partners to be every single thing to us. We want them to be our best friend and the person that we are adventurous with and these like sexual, sexual vixens, but also somebody that's, you know, your safe space and the most intimate person in your life. And I think it's unfair what we ask of our partners today. So I said to myself, you know, if there's like one little thing missing, maybe he's not brilliant, but I have a million friends and I can talk to other people about, I'm not like a Mensa member out here, but like... (laughs) It was disappointing that he wasn't as sharp as I wanted him to be, but I had a ton of friends and I was like, okay, if there's one little thing missing, fine. At least I trust him and he's honest and I love him and we have a good time together. Right. But then I think to me, when I look at that relationship, I'm like, the main thing is to just the 
not him not being able to enjoy your successes and not have the same type of lifestyle. And I mean, he's still doing what he was doing back then. Right. Which is fine. He's a bartender, yeah. which is fine. I think that he needed somebody that was happy with that lifestyle. I also had like a nine to five. We never saw each other. That's really hard. Yeah. He'd come up at two in the morning. We weren't having sex. We couldn't go to weddings together and birthday parties mm-hmm. and all the things you want to do with your significant other. We couldn't do any of those things together. And I could care less how much money somebody makes, but they cared. Yeah. You know? Well, wait, that's actually a great segue because we want to talk about female friendship. Okay. But first, we're going to take a quick break for one of our sponsors and then we'll come back. I am going to make a drink. Becca, I am so excited about this sponsor because it's also our friend. I talk about this sponsor all the time for free. I love this product. This has been your obsession a couple times now. It has been. I can't live without it. I'm also wearing this right now. I'm wearing all of our sponsors. I love it. So we love Mega Babe and we love their founder, Katie Storino. So if you're a longtime listener, you know that she was actually our first ever guest. And she's the best. She is the best. Mega Babe is a female founded company tackling issues that the beauty industry often overlooks. Stuff like thigh chafe, boob sweat, and stinky pits. They're solving problems you might not even know have a solution. So as Grace mentioned, Megababe is founded by our friend Katie Storino, and Katie is a body-positive blogger, and her goal is to help all women feel comfortable and confident. And she really walks the walk there. She does. And summer survival is no joke, especially if you're somewhere warm and muggy. Hello, New York. Thigh chafe and boob sweat are real. So a lot of women think they've tried it all when it comes to chafe. Personally, I was one of those girls. I always wore bike shorts under dresses if it was super humid and I was going to be walking a while. Um, People put deodorant on their thighs, like all kinds of janky hacks. Yeah. Or they'll use a men's anti-chafe stick or worse, just forgo skirts and shorts altogether. So Megababe Thigh Rescue is the answer. It eliminates chafe. It makes it so that when your thighs rub together, they kind of like glide. That sounds weird, but it just makes... It like eliminates chub rub. It is packed with natural ingredients. It's free from all the bad stuff. So there's no toxins, phthalates, or parabens. And it actually works. Like I'm wearing it right now. I will not wear a dress in the summer without Mega Babe. It's literally one of my tools for survival. I have a full size and a travel size. I am not joking. Yeah, we travel a lot together. You are literally never without it. True. Um, another problem that we all think we have to live with is boob sweat. But you Ooh. you actually can walk outside in the summer without sweat seeping through your bra and top. So Megababe also has a product called Bust Dust. And Bust Dust is an all-natural talc-free powder. I don't know if you listened to the Indie Lee episode, but she was saying that talc is one of the really bad culprits that we need to avoid. Yes. So that helps you absorb sweat in real time, keeping your clothes dry. It comes with a non-aerosol pump that deposits powder directly onto skin so it's not too messy. So finally, if you're already on the natural deodorant bandwagon or have been thinking about ditching your antiperspirant, you have to try Megababe's deodorant, which is called Rosy Pits. It smells so good. Yeah, it smells like heaven. It's free of aluminum and baking soda. It goes on clear. Literally, Grace... I don't have to tell you, but it had a 13,000-person wait list. I know. Katie was telling us about that. Don't trust us. 
Trust the wait list. 13,000 people who waited in line for this. And yes. it is finally back in stock in time for the stinkiest season. <laughs> the stinkiest season. So as always, we have a special treat for you. You can shop these products at megababebeauty.com and use code BOP10 for 10% off your order. Seriously, if you're living your summer life without thigh rescue, I don't know what you're doing. Go to megababebeauty.com and use code BOP10 for 10% off all of their products. Do it. Do it. Okay, so back to our interview. After that threat. (laughs) Yes, after the death threat. So I think that one of the things that the four of us, sorry if I speak for all of us or sound overly confident, but it's true, is that we're all pretty successful and we all are living a life that we really, really love. So I think that, you know, there is all this pressure to be in a relationship, but there's just so much more to life than that. And we've talked about that a little bit. But one of the things that we get asked about constantly is how to be happy and love your life even if you're single. So I know that we have a lot of single listeners here. And if there's one thing that I really want for everyone who's listening to this podcast is to stop putting all this pressure on yourselves to find your person. You will. You absolutely will. Um, And just live your life and have fun. So I want to talk about that. Oh, I'm excited about this. I feel like I have good advice for this. Do you want to start? Yeah. Um, I think I really pride myself on being somebody who just like, I like to do a lot of activities and know what's going on. So like... I like to know, I mean, whatever your hobby are is, I, I like food and art a lot. I like movies, things like that. Um, I just like to know what's going on. So um, you can go on Eventbrite and just select. I mean, that's It's a website for events, obviously, we're buying tickets. You can select what you're interested in. They'll send you an email every single week about like cool things happening in the city, um, things you can sign up for that you wouldn't necessarily know about. I like comedy a lot. Ashley likes comedy. So all the comedy clubs have email lists you can be on, things like that. Um, I go on timeout. Every city has a timeout and you can see what's going on in the city that week, whether it's art or theater or food or comedy, whatever you want. Um, but I think that you have to make a real effort to see what those things are and find friends that like that stuff. So I have friends that like I'll go see comedy with. I have friends that I'll go see art with. And, you know, you know which friends like that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I really try to make a huge effort to like do a lot of stuff. And fill my life with those things. I'm going to strong arm you into being my art friend because okay. I love art and I never have anyone to go with. Oh my God. I have a good exhibit yeah. for you. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I'm going on Wednesday. She cool. will make you be her friend. She's good at that. Yeah. I'll I made you, you my, my friend. friend. And then you, Katie, you were like, oh, I'm going to make you my friend. You yeah. guys, now you guys are like friends, friends. Yeah. Yeah. I think you need to live the life you want to live. Like I don't work at a job you hate and don't like do these things that you hate. Like stop doing it. Stop. I mean, I get it that not everybody can live. I don't know. I think everybody can live their dream. Like I was like, I want to talk about relationships for a living. (laughs) Like I, I, it was obviously terrifying when I left my job in PR to go on my own and be a freelance writer. And when I started doing stand up comedy, like all these things are like terrifying, but like what, what's the alternative? Like I think sometimes women, Women, I'm going to speak to women because I'm a woman, but women aren't happy with their career or their fulfilling their passions or whatever. So they just want a man and a family for that reason. Like, yeah, some people really are born to be a mom and a wife and a mother. That's fine. But I think sometimes you hate your job. You're like, I'm, what am I doing? I'm working at this boring job. I don't really like my life. It's fun. I do this thing. And then I have some friends I go out with and we do these things, but like something's missing. And that's when you think you need a man and just figure out what it is to make your life whole without a man whole quote unquote. But we had a, we had a great guest on, she has a podcast called we met at Acme, Lindsay Metzler. And she was like, think about your life. If you're with somebody 
and you you have this man, you have this husband or whatever it is, and then they leave you, like, what are you left with? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Like, what do you have to say, show for yourself? Like, it's just... I strongly believe that in Mark Manson, who we have coming up on our podcast, he has a great ar- article oh, I called – his new book. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But his, the article is what, Fuck Finding Your Passion, I think that's what it's called. Like everybody knows what they're into and just I think it's worth like taking the risk. And I, I mean that's what I can say to women. Like I swear people think they like need a man because they're missing like something else. And it's like you have to take like a long, hard look at your life and figure out if you're doing what you want to do. Because if you are sitting at a job you hate for half or a th- what a third, a third or more, if you're in New York City, you work those like 12 hour days of your life and you aren't fulfilled. Like, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. And I worked for I worked at Amazon for exactly one year, but like I was so miserable. I hated everybody I worked with. I hated the company culture. I hated the office. I hated ev- I hated the work. I just I hated all of it. I hated it every single minute of the day. And it ruined my ability to like enjoy my friendships. I didn't want to date. But like I had this other thing where I like photograph food sometimes and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe this is this is what I like. And something that Mark Manson wrote in his article was like, you know, not everybody knows what their passion is, but think even about like what are the websites you check every day? Yep. Is it exercise? Is it food? Is it sports? Like if that's what you like, then do those things. And not everybody, I left Amazon when I had 200,000 followers on Instagram. I know everybody doesn't have that luxury, but like I also bought a camera and learned how to shoot photographs. I learned how to build a website. You know, I did things that led up to me being able to be successful in these things. And if you hate, I mean, I love what you said. If you hate what you're doing, everybody don't fucking do it. Right. You know, get out of there and figure yeah. out like it doesn't happen overnight too. like I think people see what Rain and I like Rain and I are in our 30s. Like we've been doing I mean, we've been doing this for shit for so long, like maybe that led us to this point. And, you know, the same with you guys and yeah, tomorrow, maybe you're like, I just love fitness. I love it so much. I'm obsessed with it. It doesn't mean you have to, you're going to be the next fitness influencer, but like figure out a change that you can make to just a meet more people like that can open more doors and just surround yourself with something that you're passionate about. Like just don't live this boring life waiting for some man to come around and rescue you. Like I can't stress it enough. <laughs> and I, I think his article, I haven't read it in a while, but it's very like, you know what your passion is. Think about what you liked when you were a kid. Like yeah. that was, that was, I love I that to, that's what it like struck me where I was like, I'm a, I love talking about relationships so much. How can I turn this into, mm-hmm. and I love comedy. How can I blend this all together? And like anything's possible. Like it, it was back in the day before there was like YouTube and podcasting and it, it was so hard to start these things. And now it's like so easy. You just need like a microphone or a computer or a phone or whatever. Like you can take amazing food photos with your iPhone these days. Like you don't even have to have a fancy camera if you're really into taking food photos yeah. or doing fitness stuff or whatever and vlogging and just, I, I don't know. So I just, I just, I don't have, right and I both, we don't have a lot of patience for people that stay in relationships that are bad, that stay at jobs they hate. Like there's a way out. And, you know, Rain and I both waited tables and we've realized like, you know, we've, our parents are great that we've, we have a safety net if we need it. So I, you know, I don't want to come out here and be like, I grew up on the streets. Like that's not the case, but you know, we've made it, we've had to make ends meet, you know, we've, we've both been broke. We both struggled. We both, I, I used to not really always be able to pay my rent and you know, you'll figure it out. If you're doing something you like, you'll figure it out. But I think people make these big, huge goals like, and that's so intimidating. I'll, I'll clarify what I mean, but it's it's too hard to start out with these giant goals. So like if you like photography, you don't have to start out saying I'm going to be the next Andy Leibovitz. Just buy a camera and spend one hour a day 
taking photos or go take your iPhone and walk around see what you think is fun take photos of things that are interesting and different go on a website read some stuff spend two hours a week doing these things it doesn't have to be like I'm miserable and tomorrow I'm gonna quit my job and be really successful at this next thing you know I didn't try to be successful at social media I built it for years and years mm-hmm. before I even considered that I could make one dollar from it I didn't think that necess- I didn't know how podcasting was gonna be like my full-time job I just thought like this is fun and I like this girl and I like talking about this and let's see how it goes you know, I mean, yeah. I, there was more forethought to it, but you know, I didn't think like I'm going to be the grand master of podcasting. <laughs> grand master Are pod- you? I am actually. <laughs> she is. That's what we call her. Grandmaster Raina. You're the Wizard of Oz. Um, but we'll have to put I that in the title. That like plays back into the guy thing. I guess what it boils down to is when you start doing things you're passionate about and living a life aside from a relationship that you really love, you don't care as much about that relationship. Right. And like, yeah. Yeah. it'll find you when it's meant to be. But I know that that's what women do and guys too, I'm sure, but sit around and like almost it's like you're waiting for this person to rescue you from this life that you don't like. And like the point is to like make your own life without that person. Also, who and guys to, want that too. Who wants to date a person that has no life outside of you? Totally. You know, create yeah. a life for yourself and people, will be more attracted to you naturally nobody wants you to have no life outside of them right that yeah. is really unattractive Very attractive, yeah you know yeah. volunteer we have an election coming up if you're like passionate about certain issues like get out there Ooh, there's like so much you can do like if you just start doing something other than like going to your job getting drinks with friends and looking at other what other people are doing on social media like you might be so much happier yeah okay i'm done <laughs> I really like all I'm just of that very advice. passionate about all this stuff. Yeah. We talk about it a lot. I feel very passionate, more so than like any other topic. I just like want to say to people, like you don't the relationship isn't the only thing that has to be in your life. Like find a thing you I have a girlfriend that just um she wanted something outside of her job. So she started taking yoga classes and then she was like, Maybe I'll get certified in this. Mm-hmm. And now she's a certified yoga teacher and that's what she does on the weekends and it fills up her her tank, you know? Yeah. yeah. I just yeah, just do something. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. <laughs> Grandmaster Raina. I think we've talked a ton about this. Like one of the key things for us is like having girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Like I have never been in a relationship that has been successful. Yeah. As evidenced by my single status. You know what? I really <laughs> what resent is that successful? term. I resent that. Oh yeah, let Raina, one Raina, person. Raina's about to go okay. off. Go off, Queen. Because <laughs> you may have said that my relationship was successful and that was a failure. But it wasn't. What? Somebody, one person wrote on iTunes, um, why would I take relationship advice from two girls that have never had a successful relationship? And that is the stupidest oh. thing I've ever heard. I've had lots of relationships in my life. They filled a void at a time in my life when I needed it. Everybody I've dated has been very different. I've done great things for my life. And just because it's over doesn't mean it's successful. And I know plenty of people that have been married for 20 years and fucking hate each other. And that is not for success sure. to me. That's terrible. No. Yeah, you know? What is success? You, you yeah, die like success? in the notebook? Like what? That's the end goal? <laughs> like there's no, what is success? Shut up. That you're right. married forever. Like that's not a thing. Like my, I, my relationship, like my, with my ex, like we were so in love. I learned so much about myself and then started this podcast basically because of it. Like most successful relationship ever. Right. You know? So like, clearly success is not the right word. However, <laughs> I'm not attacking you. I'm just mad that somebody wrote that about us. And no, I was no, like, no. and it's also the success. easiest dig to make. Like, yes. shut up, whatever. That's but. so lame. But like my girlfriends are for life. Like I have totally. known Grace for seven years. Like some of my closest girlfriends, I was at a bachelorette party this past weekend. I've known them for like 12 years. Yeah. I love it. Um, where it's like, those are the most important relationships in my life. And at this point, like some of them are forever. Like yeah. we're not breaking up. But um, so many people ask us, like, how do you make girlfriends if they don't already have this like totally. close knit group? Like, we get a lot of questions like that. We did an episode on newer it. Yeah. friends. 
Like, how have you guys made friends? Especially Ashley, like you just moved to New York. I mean, not recently, but like kind of recently. Yeah, I'm really good at making friends. It's my number one thing I'm good at because I've also never really been in that many relationships. Okay. Like I've been like single most of my yeah, life. Yeah. Like it's my thing. There, there's girls that have been had so many boyfriends. That's yeah. just not me. I'm like the girlfriend girl. Um, it's my number. It's my most important thing in my life for my relationships with my girlfriends. Um, we did a whole episode on it. It's called all the single ladies. It's, I love it so much. It's it's like how to make friends when you move to a new city and when you're, when you're fresh out of a breakup Mm -hmm. and when you've literally been with somebody for years and you don't know who you are anymore (laughs) and you want to break, you, you, you don't have anything to do on the weekends and how to make girlfriends. I mean, I'm just big on, I think we were really like lucky to have Instagram too. Like yeah. you meet people and you can just like slide into their DMs. Like I'm, I became friends with the rent the runway girl. Like when now we DM all the time, we're going to meet up for drinks. Like we met at rent the runway. She worked there. She since left. Cause they tried her one last time. Um, Ashley but, and I were in the dressing room. We're at the one runway for an hour and a half. Yeah. Just telling jokes. And, and then we just started <laughs> responding to each other's Instagram stories. Right. And then we realize you like the same stuff, obviously Beyonce. And then now we're just like going to meet up. But I just feel like I know when I connect with somebody and I'm not scared. I wish I could almost take this more ballsy tactic with men, but I'm not scared to be like, hey, do you want to be friends? That's what I love about women that like Mm -hmm. it's it's guys have it a little harder, I think, and they're getting better. I think guys are just getting more like emotional and in touch with their feminine sides in general. But I just love how women can be like, we should be friends straight up. Like you meet somebody at a group event, you know, like I think when you – you always say yes to stuff. We said this in our episode, like go out, meet new people. Like you might not like the one, like I did a Hamptons house and that's how I met two of my best girlfriends. My, my friend, Meryl, she's one of my best friends. Did it. The girl that set up the house. I'm not super close with her. We're, we're friends, but we're not ever going to be like really good friends. But then I met another friend through that. So I think even sometimes go out with the girl you may not love to be your best friend. Cause she might have other friends too. And it just hit somebody up. Like I've, I've like Raina. Now all of our friends are friends and w- like I text with her friends and she texts with mine, like without each other, like we become friends with each other's friends. And there's like, and there's nothing weird about that. Like yeah. you exchange numbers mm-hmm. at the party, at the dinner, at the happy hour, whatever. And I think if you're like a really good connector, uh, we have a good friend. She was obviously Raina's friend. She was Raina's friend's first name, Lindsay. She's just this girl that like wants to get girls together all the time. She does these like meetup groups and she just is like bonds all these women together to, form female friendships. Yeah. And just like changing your job, like making new friends isn't an overnight thing either, you know? And I think it's really like sort of cute and funny when somebody says to me like, can we be friends? And you know, just text them or DM with them and make, make a drink plan or something like that. And I think saying yes to things like when I went through my breakup, the number one thing that I did to heal was like, I promised myself I would say yes to everything. Every plan, every event, every, whether I wasn't even interested in this stuff or not, like I just said yes to everybody to doing everything. And I met a lot of people through it and you get different hobbies and interests. And I mean, just like finding a man, you're not going to find new friends in your apartment either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I so think people, maybe. Maybe. I mean, in my case, <laughs> you probably maybe. will. I think people appreciate vulnerability. And I think if you move to a new city, like I have a friend that she's moving to Boston <laughs> I was like, do you have any friends there? And she was like, no, I don't. I was like, I know this one girl, the girl I came to our show. Like, I was like, I don't even know her, but I'd like to introduce you to this one girl. I have her email address. Like, that's just what I think women are the best. Like, we, yeah. we live for the, we live for for the shit. Friend. You, yes. Like, we, we introduce friends yeah. that when, in different cities, like, to ask somebody to set you up on yeah. a girl date. When I moved to New York, that's, I mean, I was 21 or 22. So it's, you know, obviously a little more quote unquote normal and accepted to be like mining friends. But like, yeah, I became friends with my friends, sisters that lived here or their friends. And yeah, just, I love that advice. Just ask. And as you get older, I know it's a little bit harder because people are busier and you know, it's hard to make friends outside of work or school, but 
I mean, I just think that you have to and, you know, just do things that you like and you'll find people. Okay. So wait, so we did, we asked this at our live show and I really liked this because it's super tactical. Who is the last friend that you made? Where did you meet them? And did you ask them out or did they ask you out? I feel like it's this Rent the Runaway girl. I feel like she's my new friend. You met her in the dressing room or Rent the yes. Runway? Yes. We, we were in the dressing room. We were – Raina was real hungover. We were in the dressing room at Rent the Runway acting a fool, and she started overhearing our conversation, and she was like, y'all are funny. And we just like <laughs> – we started following did, her on Instagram, yeah. and then over time, her and I just were like DMing and responding to each other's stories, and then she asked me out, and she was just like <laughs> – I said something about Rent the Runway, and she goes, oh, girl, I left there. It's like she said, she was like, they tried me one one time too many or something like that. And then, oh, my God, can we say this? And then she was like, we should get together. I was at the Italy, like the rooftop, the beautiful, like, flower thing. She's She was like, I've been meaning to go there. We should go there for lunch soon. Like, how's your, like, early May looking like or whatever? Um, and so now we're like, buds. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Raina, what about you? That's why I just say people really get get into Instagram for dating too. Like it hasn't totally worked for me totally. But it's an easy, but like soft touch when yes. you like yeah. look at somebody's <coughs> sales terms. <laughs> Thank you. <coughs> somebody's Instagram story and you're like, <coughs> I'm gonna die. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're like, I like that outfit or that hobby or that restaurant. And like there's so many avenues to talking to people today. And Instagram yeah. is the best one. Me, I haven't made any new friends in a while. <coughs> I make friends with all of our guests. We both do. Like, okay, so yeah. start a podcast, invite yeah. people on. Yes. We, we say we just use our podcast to make friends. Like, everyone has come but, on. And you, but ma- you, again, Raina's made friends with all my friends, and I made friends with all her friends. I have one girlfriend. She's one of my best girlfriends. Raina loves her more than anybody I've ever seen. Like, there's no, right. nobody closer than these two. Like, I was like, you guys can get, we were in Philly. They, she lives in Philly. We were at our shows. I was like, you and Raina have like a thing. Like, y'all oh, need to just exchange yeah. numbers, do vacations together, just the two of you. <laughs> Um, but Grace, we're like newer friends. Yeah. We're now I'm friends with both of you, but you yeah. asked me yeah, out. You guys are my newest I, friends. I, yeah, I emailed you guys because I was like, I really like them. <laughs> like, aside from being on our podcast, I just wanted to be your friend. Yeah. Well, you guys are my newest friends that I've made. Grace, who's your newest friend? Other than them. Other uh, than them? Oh, God. Um, also, I'm a big fan of friends at the dog park. I have two girlfriends that I'm literally very close with. We vacation together, like, that we, we met at the dog park. Wow. Oh, yeah. I often go to the dog park just to look at the dogs and, like, hang out like a child monster. <laughs> yeah. Oh Nobody wants God. to be your friend at the dog park. You can park. borrow you mine. <laughs> I would love to borrow him. I wish that he liked cats. I know. He can't be over here. Yeah. He would get into all this shit. It would be a nightmare. Wait. Who is my most recent friend? Katie? Shanae? I would say Katie or Shanae. Those are two of our more recent guests. Katie's become like a good friend. Like we DM like every yeah. day and we did a little video together about the whole make my size thing. I love that. I love um, what you guys did. I saw keep hearing about the Shanae chick. Um, She's Shanae an is, ambassador, you guys like her. allegedly. Oh, yeah. oh what? You, we She's need to connect Adidas. you Can and you Shanae. Connect me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw your story today. Someone DM me and said, this girl Shanae is an Adidas. Yeah. Um, yeah, Adidas ambassador. Oh, Adidas ambassador. And right when we when we guys we fucked on sheep, they were oh, one on hers right I'm after. So to the Adidas. No, um, I just think girl. I think we have it so much easier than guys. There's yeah. just this low barrier, and I think you can like feel out. Again, some people don't need new friends. Like people sometimes ask me to be friends, and I don't want to. Like, yeah, and I think you just push them off and then they get the point. I, that sounds like a dick thing to say. Yeah, but, but some people aren't open it. Ashley and I were um, at a birthday party like two weeks ago and we were at, like there's a whole big group of people there and like nobody really wanted to talk to us. We were just like, okay, this is not like our audience, I guess. And then we met these other two comedians and we hung out with them all night. But um, not everybody's looking for new friends and that's okay too. Yeah. You yeah. Know? That's, yeah. 
then that's not your person. But I love those. They're guys. They're men. They're both married. And we're friends now. And, like, we DM. And I think mm-hmm. comedy- And saying yes. Like, they said, you should. I have a show. You should come to our show. We went to their show we the went. next night. And they were like, you, well, you guys came? We were like, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Like, just go. And, I, you know, comedy is a comedy, art, things like that. Like, niche things that people like. Like, if you were talking to some random girl at a party and she like mentions she likes one of those things like tuck it away like you would with anything else and be like hey i'm going to this thing do you want to come yeah like i just don't there's no it's so much there's such a less fear of rejection than with like, romantic partners to me like it's so easy to be like hey we should hang out sometime mm-hmm. like what is the harm yeah totally no. Oh, that's our other new friend is Casey. You said comedy, and I thought of it. Casey oh, yeah. Balsham. We're having oh, dinner with her she's tomorrow. Our that too. was the show that we went to. We went to her night. album. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I was going to go to that, but I was in Mexico. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was, I wish she would have come. She yeah. opened their show. Yeah, she opened our live show. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's yeah. so crazy. I love yeah. her. She's love the best. Her. She's amazing. I know, I'm feeling yeah. like we're going to be like, we're not, I don't feel like we're not, I don't feel like we're not friends, but I am trying to make her my friend. I'm trying to make her like our, our new best friend. <laughs> like, guys, we have a new clique. <laughs> It's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's fine. New squad Yeah. <laughs> you know who I talk to a lot? I talk to Casey, Ren. Katie, Sinead. <laughs> Brie from Rent the Runway. Yeah. Formerly of Rent the Runway. What are her jackets going to look like? <laughs> you I can't sit with us. That's what Sorority. Okay. Sorority letters. <laughs> Pink satin. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. So before we let you go, we have a bunch of, like, quick fire questions. Yes. yes. So what is your go-to first date outfit? Raina's wearing hers, I think. It's okay, so it's, it's overalls <laughs> and a black t-shirt, Bye and her suit. boobs look great. I'm yeah. here to vouch for her that. waist. Yeah. Is yeah. there's something when she wears those overalls, her waist is like non-existent, but huge tits. It's like crazy. Um, I like a black bodysuit and jeans and Keds. I wear Keds every single day. I just, I mean, in New York, it's just hard to wear heels. I mean, I'm five feet tall. I should wear heels, but on a first date, wouldn't you wear a heel because you're are so small? Yeah, maybe just like ankle boots, but like. That's it, like a chunky ankle boot, bodysuit, and a pair of jeans. Like you just don't want to look like you tried that hard. Yeah. yeah. Ashley, what's your go-to date look? Um, I mean, it depends on winter or summer. So in the winter, it's probably going to be Spanx leggings. Um, I'm my legs are my uh, favorite thing to like show off. So um, a Spanx leggings are like faux leather. They're like like Those really are my great. Favorite yeah. leggings, and Those- I'll wear them with booties and like something casual up top like a t-shirt and a leather jacket mm-hmm. so that's really like first day go-to in the summer i don't know it just depends but like summer i just wear sundresses like romper, yeah, yeah. rain is more of a like sundress and then i, I got a like really good romper that one we wore our miami live show like i just i want to look like casual but like flirty and again like legs out always. show us the assets we had a yeah. matchmaker on our show and she was like if a man doesn't want to fuck you, he's not going out with you a second time. It doesn't matter how smart, interesting, fun, funny, exciting, whatever, nothing. If he doesn't want to fuck you, so like Ashley has like 20 foot long legs, show the legs off. Right. Show the tits off. You like know, I like, just pick that asset. Pick an asset, okay. show it off. What? As a rule. <laughs> What's your dating app of choice? App? Oh, I'm yeah. only on Hinge. Okay. Raina. I mean, I have Raya, but Raya's so weird. You only get to pick one. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, real life. I don't, I don't ever go on dating apps ever. <gasps> Hinge, if I had to pick one, it'd be Hinge because I just think that like they set you up the best to have a conversation with somebody. Yeah. Her um, building Facebook is her dating I know. App. I yeah. want to like teach me your ways. Your I hate Facebook. dating apps. I want to learn how to meet people in real life. Okay, so you go up to your roof. <laughs> you bring some wine. You act like you can't open the wine. You kick your friend off the roof and you will meet a man. Great. That is what I do. If you don't live in a building with 200 apartments. They're ru- the only five people live in this building. It's all their friends. The fuck only them. person I'm going to meet on my roof is Grace. Is Grace. Okay, then fuck Grace. <laughs> <laughs> but you, do you ever do, 
people now, I mean, jokingly say that the best dating app is Instagram. Do you ever, have you done any DM dates? I haven't. I'm not, it's not that I wouldn't. Um, I've been asked out by quite a few people on Instagram over the years. And I don't think it's weird. I mean, it's not I either. It's not that. I mean, the only weird thing is that people know so much more about me and Ashley. So it sort of feels like I'm balanced. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been asked out by guys on Instagram and as long as they're just like responding to something I posted and they're just being funny and cool and there's no reason why I wouldn't date like a normal, fun, cool guy yeah. that yeah. slid in. So you I can guess tell a lot about them from their Instagram, like more than from a dating vibe. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right. Oh, for yeah. sure. So I guess this is, this question is only for Ashley because Great. Raina's not on the apps. Yeah. What's your opening line? Um, well, so we, I think you guys, we, this was the, yeah, it was the we did a thing. It was <laughs> the the, called the shallow challenge from a star is born. And that was to open with tell me something boy, which is like the song from mm-hmm. a star is born. And we had a bunch of our listeners do it. It was very funny. I did it a couple times. Um, hinge is interesting. Cause it's not so much a lot of times what else, you know, on hinge, you comment on somebody's post or if somebody has like a funny, uh, prompt like they answered it very funny in a funny way like sometimes I'll just write same like just like same like if something yeah. really outlandish and crazy I'll be like same um if I open a conversation I used to open with you up at like 3 p.m like I just <laughs> think that's funny and I think like it was a gauge to see if you got my sense of mm-hmm. humor yeah so I think when I start talking to somebody on a dating app I think like the less words the better <laughs> like yeah. I just I'm like the like I'm answering like your questions first. but I don't like I'm not paragraphs and paragraphs I'm just like it's too much it's so I, I used to go with you up in the afternoon or, or morning even. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I don't care as much anymore. So hinge, I'm like, usually I'm, I'm going in. I'll like stuff. I'm, I'm liking the guys, but I'm just usually waiting for them to talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. But when I was on Bumble, it was you up or, and then we did this, tell me something boy. I did a couple times. It was funny. It's funny. We got a lot. We got an email the other day. And we got another one either yesterday or the day before that was like, I'm in these like long conversations with guys on apps and they never ask me out. And like we are doing an episode where we talk about this, but like my advice is like these dating apps are like an exploding offer and people are like, you know, today I want to meet somebody and tomorrow they might not want Mm -hmm. to. So like if you spark with somebody, just chit chat for like a day and then go out with them like immediately. Don't get into these weird cycles where you talk every day for weeks. And this girl's like, we talk every day and we're chit chat and never ask me out. It's like, well, yeah, you're giving him all the attention he wants and he doesn't have to give you his time or money. That's great for him. That's such a waste of time. Or either cut it off, or right. we talked about this with Mark Manson, or be like, hey, I'd love to meet up. That's it. That's all. You have yeah. two options. Stop wasting your time. Right. She's yeah. like, three weeks, we've been talking to Mumble. What, what are you doing? Right. What kind of time do you have? Yeah. Also, he should hypothetically be on here because he wants to date somebody. So you saying, hey, what's your week look like? That's not weird or crazy or needy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's my dating app advice for somebody who doesn't use dating apps. <laughs> So, Raina, this one's specifically for you. What do you do with all the food you pho- you photograph? Um, I don't photograph food as much anymore. But when I was doing it, brings um, me. Yeah, bring Ashley. <laughs> um, Ashley eats it. <laughs> a lot of those photo shoots I go to, I'll either give the food to the staff. Obviously, um, I try to pack it up and, and give it to homeless people. It's oddly tough. Like you, go, I, I'll go into the subway and just try to give it away um, yeah. as much as I can because you know that makes me feel good. I'm doing yeah. something nice for somebody else. Um, I give it to friends who work in the area. Um, I, I try. I've always tried everything I've photographed. Yeah. Um, but like two bites of 12 dishes is still a lot of food. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I bring friends, homeless people, staff, whatever. She brings homeless people off the streets. We all go in together. No, I'm just kidding. You're really great about 
not trying to waste the food. Like you see these food bloggers out there and they, they ask for 20 dishes because they want to do this picture surrounded by 20 dishes of food. Raina is so specific. She goes, I want this, just this. Do not bring me anything else out because I don't want to waste it and I'm not going to photograph it and it never fails. They bring you the whole menu. And, but I just, I commend you because like, you, that's not your style to be like, look at all this. It looks wasteful. I don't like it. I don't like yeah. when I see a food blogger surrounded by a million dishes of food. I'm not going to name any names. And I'm like, I get it so went irritated. in the trash. It yeah. went in the trash. Especially room service ones. Those are the ones that make me crazy when I yeah. see like a food blogger that has ordered like eight or nine dishes from the menu just to take like a bed shot. And it's like the people that work in that hotel cannot afford this. The people in some of these cities and countries cannot afford this. And you are literally it's, throwing hundreds mm-hmm. of dollars of stuff into the garbage. And that makes me crazy. And when you have a ton, now I'm going on a rant, but when you have a ton of plates, you can't even focus on the food. It just, you're just, you look gluttonous. Like, yeah, Raina is when she was still posting food, um, she's pivoted, but it was like one gorgeous dish that you, you are looking at. That's like, I, I don't understand the point of 12 plates and you're like, noodles. Like, whatever. Yeah, right. Like, oh, I'm so skinny and I've got 30 <laughs> dishes in front of me. Yeah. Right. Also, exactly. like, I hate people to do that. I, there's one person in particular I'm thinking of that, like, I don't really like her, but she she's a food blogger and she talks about exercising a lot. And she's very open about the fact that like, yeah, I eat all this stuff, but like I'm at the gym running 10 miles a day. Mm-hmm. And I think that people need to be as open as possible about that. Cause like, I think this illusion that like you eat all this food and then you don't exercise is crazy. And it creates really unhealthy body image issues right. for other women. Yeah. Agree. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So this next one might be the most important question of the podcast. Grace, <laughs> you want to go for it? Actually, when did you know you were in love with Gritty? Did you fall in love at first sight? Oh, my God. Okay. Well, Gritty, and I, are, Gritty and I are on the outs. Okay. <gasps> so if, if people don't know, he's the uh, Philadelphia Flyers mascot. He is the most famous mascot in the world at this time. He's new. He's, like, less than a year old, I think. I had to um, look up who Gritty was. I and didn't he's know. Like, it, yeah. I th- heard about him. Again, he's he's new. Like they, yeah. there's a whole like mascot factory. They create these like crazy looking mascots. And I, my mom mentioned him when I was home for Thanksgiving this past Thanksgiving. She was like, something about gritty. It's so hot right now. He was like jokingly up for like what is it? Time Magazine's people person of the year. Oh my god, he was like jokingly. Like people were like submitting him for pe- for person of the year. And I was like, what? Wait, what? Because I'm a, I'm. Fe- Delaware is like very Philadelphia. Like I love all the Philadelphia sports teams. Those are my teams. Cause Delaware doesn't, I mean, it's, it's like a suburb of Philly basically. It doesn't have any teams. And so I was like, I got to look into this. I saw him immediately. Yeah. It was love at first sight. I was like, this is the craziest looking thing I've ever seen. And then the branding around him is hysterical. Like people are obsessed with him. The, the team that like, I think when he came into the first flyers game, it was like to Miley Cyrus wrecking ball, like suspended <laughs> for suspended from the ceiling flew in. Like he's the savage, like the first headline I read, I want to, I go on these deep dives on Instagram. This is like three in the morning. This headline was like gritty shoves first night, right? He couldn't skate barely. He's an ice hockey mascot. Couldn't skate at all. Fell throughout the night, all night, accidentally shot a ref in the back with a t-shirt cannon and shoved a kid in the penalty box. Like it was like, I was like, this is me as a mascot. And so I just felt like he was like my spirit animal. And then I just got more and more obsessed and he, his fame has just elevated, but we just did three shows in Philly and he did not come. So Ashley has two framed photos of him on her, you, on her show. Did you write your list about why you're breaking <laughs> both up with him? gifts, Raina. Okay. I just want to uh-huh. say I have two, I, I have gifts that on display on the shelf. <laughs> Ashley has a photo of me and her together, but Gritty's face is over my face. Oh, Sam oh. gave it to us. Stop it. And Carvel sent me a gritty cake for Christmas. What? Oh my God. Yeah. So my friend works there, but he showed me that they were testing this gritty cake in the Carvel kitchen in Atlanta. And I was like, you can't 
this is, you can't show me this and not send it. So he sent it for Christmas. I took a picture in front of the tree. And then my mom was like, oh, I got you a gift. Let's display it. It was an eight by 10 frame photo of Gritty. Yeah, I'm like very obsessed, but he's hard to get. Like, I think someone told me they had him for- I can't believe he didn't make it to one. He had three opportunities. Three three nights, sold out punchline shows. He's like four grand to 30 minutes or something crazy. Did you look up what it was kind of costed? I heard people people DM'd me what he costs because people get him for corporate events and even for weddings if you have the money. I mean, you know, if you have the money, but it's very expensive. He's like the- most coveted mascot right now. He's so hot. Wow. <laughs> wow. We made it. We made sure to have really good shows in spite of him. So yeah, the shows were still good. Barely. They were great. We have my brother. He's like the same size as Gritty. It worked out. <laughs> and more same, famous. Same. But yeah, I'm obsessed. Some people, I think like, do you know who Grace Helbig is? Yeah. Her husband. Is he, Gritty? No, like is obsessed <laughs> with Gritty and he like, they're like kind of famous, you know, whatever. Yes. And he said, I think he checked into a hotel and they, asked do you need anything special in the hotel and her husband said just a frame picture of gritty and so they put frame photos of him all over the hotel room it's like, it's like his rider oh i'm gonna start doing that when we travel it's my rider you think yeah. i'm the one with the furry fetish but it's you i've like been attracted to multiple people that used to be mascots <laughs> that's like that sex in the city episode where the guy was the sandwich yes oh my god yeah Guys, eat me yeah. That's the perfect place to leave it. Yes. But you have o- you've earned your own desperation minute. So yes. where can people find you? Where can people follow you? What should they do for you? What do, do you hawk from us? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> leave us nice iTunes reviews. No. Yeah, um, do that. CBD leave them oil. a nice iTunes review. Yeah. I mean, listen to our podcast if you haven't yet. I'm excited to like see if we have any like crossover listeners. And um, Girls Gotta Eat podcast, iTunes, Spotify, and Instagram, it's Girls Gotta Eat Podcast is the handle. Twitter, girls underscore gotta eat. Verified on Twitter. And then me, my personal Instagram is Ash Hess, A-S-H-H-E-S-S. Do you have any shows coming up? Oh, lots of yeah. stuff. Well, but you didn't get Raina's Instagram in there. That's okay. I actually forgot that I was here. No, um, we each got a minute. I'm just, just teasing. Teasing. I love you. Comedy show, <laughs> when is this? This comes out. Um, May, May 8th. Oh. Um, just, I guess, check my Instagram. I don't, I can't, I don't know that far in advance. Okay. I feel like I book shows, like not super, super far in advance. May 8th, our, most of our shows from here, from May 8th on will be like not in New York, but San, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle. I mean, we have listeners who don't live in New York. Yeah. yeah we yeah. have, um, just thinking we of, like, have Atlantic City coming available. up. We have Denver, we have Phoenix, we have Salt Lake City. We're going to do Toronto, Montreal. Oh, All that'll be announced before wow. May. I'm um, Seattle has 50 tickets left as of today. Portland has some tickets left. Um, so stupidliveshows.com. Yeah, stupidliveshows.com. I love that URL. Wait, that is Rena. the absolute best that you got that. <laughs> Rena, where do people find you? Um, you can find me at One Hungry Jew. I've been thinking I almost changed the name today to Rena Greenberg, but what? I didn't. So it might not be One Hungry Jew on May 8th. It might not be. I almost did it today. But there's so there's another there's one other Raina Greenberg in the United States. There's one. a publicist called Raina That's Greenberg. That's her. Alison Broad. Alison Broad. That's her. Wait, what? We're the same age. We both studied PR and marketing in you college. You know her? Yeah, I know her. I we followed you this? before I started working with Alison Broad, and I was confused. I was what? like, oh, is that food Instagrammer is is emailing me? Uh-huh. Cool. And it, no, it was a different Raina Greenberg. Yes, she lived in the Upper East Side when she moved to New York at the exact same time as me. And when I was working at Quality Meats, I was a manager there. It was like my second job in New York. And I saw my name on the reservation book, and I was like, that's weird. And it was her. And um, she DM'd me the other day and said that she lost her wallet and that she was like, she was like, so if anybody messages you, like, let me know. Yeah, she works at Allison Broadwood, who I work with all the time. Yeah, for, like, she's really nice. Stuff. Yeah, so funny. Who has just Raina? 
Oh, I mean, I, someone, yeah, does. someone does. Someone does. I'm just a yeah, church has just someone grace. definitely does. Why? Huh? A church has just grace. A I church. At it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you can't steal their handle. I know that would be <sighs> some fucking. Girl. So guys, Rena is somewhere on Instagram. There is. Yeah. I'm so mad Go about it. Her. Somebody with like a hundred followers. That is so unfair. Yeah. <laughs> you should message her. I bet she'll sell it to you. Offer to pay for it. Yeah. Anyways, one angry girl. Uh, Rena. If it was just at Raina, like are you kidding me? If I just had at Ashley, I'm the Ashley. Yeah. Th- that was snatched up day one of, of Instagram. Of course, but like See hour much, one. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw it up. We'll do a GoFundMe if you can get that. We should announce it on yeah. our thing. I'll donate. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Thank you so okay. much for your We've contribution. the desperation hour. Um, well, it's really desperate. Yeah, it's that's fine. That's what desperate. this place is here for. And if um, you have at Raina, give it to Raina. Go to stupidliveshows.com. We'll link over to Raina's GoFundMe <laughs> to get hashtag or at Raina on Instagram. <laughs> guys, this has been so fun. This is Thank so fun. Thank you for great. having us. This is so great. Thank you, guys. Loves having you. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well, Becca... How amazing are Ashley and Raina? Honestly, Grace, I'm really proud of you that you kept it together. You were like acting as if Oprah was coming on the podcast. I was. These are your favorite people. Well, now they're our friends. I know, but they were awesome. It was a little bit less nerve wracking because Ashley and I had hung out a few times before. So like the day you weren't there, like when I met her for drinks, like she was a little bit late and I was very nervous to meet her. Like I think your bus dust. I know I was definitely sweating a little. And then I met her and I was like, oh, like we're going to be friends. Um, No, it's just because, you know, when you listen to like I've been listening to their podcast since it launched. So I was like a fan. No, they're awesome. They're amazing. And um, I just love them. It's also fun to have new friends who have a podcast, too. We, like, after they left, we chatted business for a while, and we just, like, hung out, and I'm really into them. Like, I have so many friends that are bloggers or Instagrammers, and we always, you know, can talk shop really easily. Like, besides you, I don't have anyone to talk about podcast stuff with. Yeah. So that was really nice. So outside of Ashley and Raina, let's talk about obsessions. What are you obsessed with, Grace? I'm obsessed with them. No, just kidding. (laughs) You've already done that, I think. I've already done that. I think they've been an obsession before. I think at least on Instagram. Um, So my obsession, I have two. The first is the show Lucifer. Um, It's on Netflix. And it's about the actual devil but he's like this this very charming handsome man which just sounds like my type <laughs> um but he's also like kind of like helping out and like doing all these heroic things but he's also the devil hmm. so it's it's um it's just like a fun light-hearted tv show to is watch. it like cheesy it's a little oh, cheesy, okay but he's so hot okay so i like have a total crush on Lucifer. i didn't know if it was supposed to be serious no no it's not serious okay. it's like a comedy that like but like a hero show, like okay. a, like not like an action show, I guess you'd say. Okay. But it's fun. Um, I will also say that my other obsession is Flesh Beauty, which I have a bag of their products for you to try. Um, oh, I'm excited. So Linda Wells is coming on the podcast in a few weeks, and they sent us a bunch of their products to try out. Linda is their one of their founders. But she's also the founding editor of Allure magazine, which is crazy that she's going to be on the podcast. It's crazy. Um, but – I I wasn't familiar with Flesh Beauty and Shanae had talked about them so much. So all of the products are great and they're really nice if you want like a more natural look. Like they have a great foundation stick. I'm obsessed with the highlighters so far. I really like the eyeshadows. Um, it's the fact, but the highlighters are really like where it's okay. at. And I know you like a good dewy goddess look. <laughs> Love a good dewy goddess look. Yeah. Oh, and the blush is really nice and the lipsticks. Like they're all gr- just like great products. I'm excited. 
So I'm, I'm really into them. How about you? Okay, so this is a little inside baseball, but my moving company that I used was so awesome that I just want to recommend them to somebody and I don't know anyone who's moving. We are not sponsored by this moving company. No, we have nothing to do with them. I hope that somebody in our audience is moving and can use them. So it's a company called Veterans Movers and everyone at the company is a military veteran. They were so nice. They were so careful with everything. They were fast. I moved out of a fifth floor walk-up and into a third floor walk-up and it took altogether like five hours, which is crazy. I just had such a good experience. And I I had posted on my stories asking for recommendations for movers. And I know some people said that they were moving and wanted to know who I ended up choosing. And I like couldn't be happier with these people. And it was a recommendation from Kate. She has... Kate always has good recommendations. I know. But I felt really great compared to my last move where I had these really sketchy people who I was like, are they going to drive off with the van while they're supposed to be driving to the new apartment? Yeah. This was like such a good experience. Oh, I'm so glad. That is like makes it so much less stressful. I know. It's like a weird obsession, but I like cannot rave about them enough. Well, it's like they're, they have your life in your hands. I know. Yeah. I know. What about on Instagram? What are you obsessed with there? So you should know, I think you do know this, that I really want to get a dog for Tyrion. Like a nice, sweet, mellow dog. I'm here to tell you that I don't think that's going to work well. But um, I want to get a dog and you can come visit it. Well, I have plans made with Katie Serino and her dogs. She's going to bring one over at some point. And Crystal Bick is going to bring her corgi Elvis over. Oh, my God. I want to come over when Elvis comes over. Yes. I asked Ashley if Dewey could come over. And she's like, Dewey's a no-go, hates cats. Mm. So I want to get a mellow dog and just, like, see what happens with Tyrion. Okay. So how does this tie into your Instagram obsession? So there is this Instagram account. It's called Places All Day. And they keep putting this cat and this dog together up. Like, they'll have them in, like, snow gear together. You might have seen my story today. I saw your story, and it looked like the dog was wearing a hat that was made out of, like, a skinned cat is what it looked like to me. Well, no, it was just a really nice cat and a really chill dog. And that's what I want for my life. Okay. I don't think it's going to happen, but we're going to really try for it. He's walking by right now, like, fuck you if you get me a dog. Yeah, he's not going to be into that. I think he would like a chill dog. Okay. He loves other animals. He loves Alex's devil cat. Hmm. Yeah. What about you? So my Instagram obsession is the interior decorator that I'm using for my apartment, who I found on Instagram. I've been following oh, her I for a while. Her, her handle is Emma Barrel. E-M-M-A-B-E-R-Y-L. And I have been following her on Instagram because she designed Matt Bellasai's apartment, the guy who does those like wine about it videos where he gets drunk and complains. Oh. And I saw it, uh, I guess on his Instagram maybe, and I was like, oh my God, his apartment is beautiful. And I started following her years ago. I like her aesthetic a lot. I know. So when I started moving, I was like, I'm going to reach out to her. I don't think that I can afford her or you know, maybe she's not even going to answer my email. And she did. And we have such good vibes. And I'm really, really excited. She's coming over on Thursday and we're looking at mood boards. And I'm just like very excited to decorate my apartment. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What about reading? So reading wise, I am reading, um, I think it's Shortest Way Home, which is Pete, Mayor Pete's book. I can't say his last Pete name. Pete Judge. I can't say his last name. So I don't even try. Um, I want to read that when you're done. Yeah, you can have it when I'm done. And I'm also reading a book that Kate gave me when we were on vacation, but I put it off because I was reading other things. Mm. Um, My Lovely Wife, 
and I forget who the author is. I feel like you just read something else that had the same title. No, I read something about a wife. It's you know all the, of them, all my thrillers. It's like the girl, the wife. Yeah, it's, it's, it's we should make like a thriller name generator. No, we should. It would be really fun. There are like five variations. Well, this one is like very Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and all I can get right now is that they're crazy. Well, mostly the wife is crazy. Like okay. they like selected a woman to like murder and then kept oh. her, they kept her alive for a year. But I don't know much else than that. Doesn't sound like my kind of book. It's my kind of book. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, I'm currently illiterate. I have you not read moved. anything in two weeks because I've been busy moving. But you know what I've been watching a lot of? What? Have you watched the show Single Parents? No. It's with Leighton Meester and the brother from uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. It's Nobody watches this show, but I've been like binge watching this season. It's hilarious. They just did an episode with Lance Bass on it, and it was so funny. Oh, my God. These are like such blast from the past names. I know. It, it's like this like sitcom about all these single parents whose kids are friends and for some reason i'm really into it even though there's no connection that i have like i'm not a single parent i'm not a parent at all anyway i've been watching a lot of that but i haven't been reading so hopefully this weekend i'll uh break my streak yeah well i think we're both gonna be reading a lot this weekend yes you might be out drinking with jackie and i might be reading yeah but our good friend Jackie is here, and we're going to do a bonus episode with her at some point. So that's all we have for you today. If you want to find us on the internet, go to Bad on Paper Podcast on Instagram. Head to our website for live show tickets at badonpaperpodcast.com backslash live. And I'm on Instagram at Becca M. Freeman. And I'm on Instagram at Grace Atwood, and I blog over at thestripe.com. And we did not have a desperation minute, but please, please, please leave us a review in iTunes. It helps us grow. Subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend and bring them to one of our live shows. That's all we got for you today. Bye. Bye.